welcome back to But Why the Podcast, and it's been four years, and somehow we're back again talking about Justice League, because the internet. I am Kate, and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? Matt? Hello. And the person whose fault this entirely is, Alex. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Alex, why don't you let the listeners at home know why... This is all your fault. Yeah, so I'm I'm a comic book nerd. I'm a movie nerd. All those things. And when there was initially this talk of a Snyder cut of like we already filmed stuff, we just want to see the version he edited. I was genuinely curious about that because if it was like let's see a different movie with the same material, I was like, yeah, okay, like let's give him a shot. And I brought that to this this specific group uh, in our little group chat, and everyone was like, okay, this is dumb. Like you can want that, but don't. Uh, and then everything that became the Snyder cut happened of like, we're giving him a hundred million dollars or whatever. And like all like doing a bunch of reshoots and all this crazy stuff. And it slowly was like, Oh, I brought this into the world. Like I wished this on us by being interested in an alternative cut of a movie that no one particularly cared for. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a good summary? That's a great summary. It is. And to add context for the last four years, Matt has just sent different Snyder cut atrocities to <laughs> alex saying thank you this is your fault it's like it genuinely like director's cuts have always been a thing yes and what interested me with this one is that it was like the director's cut is basically a different movie not like we added 30 seconds here we did this but it's like oh the director's cut uses a bunch of other footage and none of the footage that joss whedon made and it's a whole new thing uh and then we found out that the reason it used none of the joss whedon footage is because they filmed a new movie to make the director's <laughs> cut which i put in heavy quotations um yeah Hold uh, on, so does gonna... anyone know exactly how much of it is like they, new they have shoots? not released the numbers um, the last because okay, I've about... heard that supposedly it's just the epilogue was like new shoots and everything else. Okay, was... No, so I think the it's... entire end is not the same. So, so no, I know, so, I know. So, so from what I've gathered is obviously the the t- there's only not as far as like new shooting wise. There's only maybe a few minutes, like you said, the epilogue part. But as far as like how much are you talking about? How much money they spent, or just in general, how much new shooting they did? Just everything. It was like a hundred million dollars, right? So, some like I think it was like estimated between fifty, but then it went over budget and seventy. And now W basically when it's got about the seventy plus range, Warner Brothers said, "Yeah, we just we're not going to say how much." And so it's just kind of everybody's just been okay. guessing. It's between was seventy and a hundred million. Some of the green screens were so bad was because they were rec- they were recorded for a specific thing and then they just swapped out the green. I, I don't know. But it anyway, wouldn't surprise gotta, me. We got to get into the actual. Okay, stuff sorry, here. Okay. it's a lot. Yes. Okay, so twenty seventeen, we got Justice League, yes. which was sort of directed by Zack Snyder, right? Sort of envisioned by him. Uh, but halfway through production, his daughter Autumn died by suicide. Yes. He stepped away from the project. WB was like, "Well, we can't stop the train, so where's Joss Whedon?" And they brought in Joss Whedon and let him make a Marvel movie for them, is how half I'm going to say half it. A, half a Marvel movie. Because <laughs> on, I, so to, before watching that the Snyder Cut, I. Stan was not from a world. It, I rewatched the original cut leading up to this because I was like, I just need to see it because I don't remember it because it is genuinely pretty forgettable. So Adrian, and I was like, you, I'm just going to refresh myself. So, Adrian, did you rewatch this as well? Because I know you're a big person of rewatching movies. Uh, yeah, I rewatched it because I wanted to know kind of like what was there and what wasn't kind of like how like, you know, with the uh, extended like editions of like Lord of the Rings type of thing. So I wanted to make sure that I had everything going into it. 
Uh, and I hated it just as much as I did four <laughs> years ago. I'm not going to lie. So I do want to point out real fast, as I come prepared for this recording, Adrian has the Justice League backdrop as his background, and Alex has his his, his video looks like a Zack Snyder cut where there's two giant black bars <laughs> on it. It's for the artistic vision. <laughs> because we don't believe in white I am screen. also wearing all black and gray. <laughs> Okay, um, so I will probably be trying to rattle us and kind of hold us all in here because, as you can tell, rattle we already us, you mean corralis? Corralis, rattle, you know. It's not the same thing. You yeah. know, we're already Much all... like a director's cut and what we got. From I learned that doesn't Snyder matter. Cuts. I can say whatever I want because so, that's how it matters. Which, yeah, well, okay, so let's get back to that. So, like I said, Joss Whedon made a Marvel movie for them, basically. And I say that because having rewatched it, Adrian, you can attest to this. There's a lot of, like, weird, oh, dumb quips and one-off jokes, like... Uh, one that surprised me. So when they when they bring back Superman, right? Yeah, that they, is. They, but they bring back British Superman, and there's a whole thing where he's like watching all of them, and Cyborg's like, "Okay, Aquaman, you have to like slow down your heart rate, like you're freaking him out." Da da da. All of that got cut, and it literally was Superman pops up, Cyborg's robot body is like, "That's a threat. I'm gonna kill it," and shoots at it, and the fight starts. And they cut like a solid minute and a half of like joking around about slowing your heart rate. And no, like, there's, it there's was a, a distinctly Marvel moment that was cut out. Oh, no, there's a bunch of it. Like, Lois Lane and uh, Martha meet, and they have the yep. whole jokes in the office. So they're definitely thing, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Let's try to get thing. So obviously, for those who don't know, um, obviously, we have the 2017 moment, which is great, because obviously, you did want to do this, because we haven't done a review on this podcast in a while, because we actually did this review for this podcast, and this movie was made so long ago, this was actually before our website even existed. Um, oh, so wow. You, for those of y'all not realizing, we actually did not officially become, like, an actual, like, outlet until 2018. And the movie released in 2017. Um, I'll get into it right now, starting with kind of some ratings and whatnot. We'll get to our zone at the end. Um, but, you know, 2017, 40% Rotten Tomatoes, 71% audience score, 6.2 IMDb, you know. And then we get to the Zack Snyder Justice League, which is 74% Rotten Tomatoes, 96% audience, which basically that 71% just went to 96 because of 71% we're already going to like it in the first place. And then IMDb, uh, DB of 8.4. Um, so we do want to preface this movie by starting of what's called a basically um, when you get an additional basically seventy to hundred million dollars in four years of hindsight, um, we expect this movie to be better. Um, so <laughs> as we kind of you guys already kind of answered my intro question of like did we like the first release, which pretty sure no. none of us did. No, we all hated none of us it. did. No, no. Yeah. It, here, here's the thing: I did not like it. I didn't outright hate it. It just was so incredibly forgettable. Like, it happened, yeah. and that's how I felt about it. So there yeah. were sections that I viscerally hated, and sections Fair. that I really liked. Like, the Amazons were dope. I thought I was in yeah. for a good movie when we see the Amazon stuff, because I still hold that tossing the mother box... That was a super cool sequence. ...is one of the best moments, both in the Snyder Cut and here. Mm-hmm. In, in that that scene rules. It's so yeah. well done. Uh, what really what doesn't good. rule is the weird Russian family that gets injected into the original cut that is not in this film. Y- yes, yes, which we'll get into, which was also weird. Adrian, I, I mean, like we know have you to hate mute and unmute uh, Alex selectively. Because... <laughs> I mean, to Kate doing it now, I'm like trying to box out both of them. Yeah, it's I mean, uh, I I I thought it was I thought it was bad. Um, I didn't think it was as bad as Batman v Superman. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I hate Batman v Superman. I hate it. I hate it. I hate Why'd it, you say that name? I may have yelled Martha when. Bruce was like, what are you doing, Clark? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just bad. Um, and 
I'm pretty sure I, I don't remember, you know, how long it was, but our, our recording of that was pretty long. Oh, and yes. it ended up being like our most listened to episode of that year <laughs> for like a long one. time. Incredible. Like I, said, I don't know if it was the most one because I believe The Last Jedi comes out that year, but it definitely is up there. Yeah, it's and awesome. all we did was kind of just like dump on the movie for, you know, like a few hours and it, it turned out to be like a really good episode. So <laughs> when this happened, I was like, We gotta do that again. We I don't I don't care if it's yeah. amazing, I don't care if it's bad. Also I spent four I years blaming Alex, so I knew we had to come back. I That's would fair. also like to personally thank all of our listeners who enjoy us shitting on things because it makes this content creator job worth it. It does, all the time. <laughs> We've listened to people love it. Um, so obviously, I guess we all hate the first one, and this is kind of a dumb question because we kind of already prefaced this. I'm assuming everybody liked this new version better, correct? Or, yeah, or? Yes. it was Absolutely. better. <laughs> the bar was in hell, but I mean, the was bar was better. in hell, but I mean... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. But again, yeah, bars on the floor, so it could it, all it had to do was just not give me the "you smell nice" line, and it would have been a better movie. My bad. Me. They said you spoke instead, <laughs> which you clearly look like that is edited like to hell because everything around we it comes out re- the exact same. We had to rewind it and put captions on it oh, so that we that's could fine. make sure that she didn't say you smell because it looks like they literally really edited tell. that movie. That like out. it sounds like they said, "Hey." That is that Amy Adams or Isla Fisher? That's Amy Adams, right? That's Amy Adams. It's Amy okay, Adams, yeah. um, you could tell that Amy Adams came in and voice over a line to put into the scene. Yeah, there were so, a few <laughs> moments like that where they clearly were like, "We don't need to reshoot this, but like, let's just get a reaction shot and some VO done." Yeah, clearly. Um, which I guess we'll kind of get into, like, as we've kind of all said, we liked it more, you know, hindsight and whatever. Um, I want to start with, I guess, for the most part, because I. We want to start with most scenes or characters for y'all? Because I think there's two different routes to go for here. I could go either way. Anybody have Literally, a me and Alex can talk about anything. Yeah, so I know. I think you should I'm, just yeah, ask I'm Adrian just, I'm, how he should go. I'm just right. trying not to, to, to stress Matt out in his corralling. Yeah. I've ignored so many tangents that I want to go on already. <laughs> oh, yes. I know. And we'll yeah, kind of so get you, you pick, you pick cool. Matt. We'll All right, follow. Cool. We're going to go Come with on, most, Batman. most improved characters that you thought from the original to the no, more... And basically, if you all don't have the two answers of Cyborg and Stefan Wolf, I want to know what's wrong with you. Um, oh, so. Flash also was vastly improved. He might Flash still be was, grading, but he was improved you? as a character. Okay, no, oh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Matt, Matt, Matt hates the running, which if you remember our Justice League I episode, No, oh, I remember. That. He despises the running. So I want to know what the question is. So four years ago, they had this movie, and they saw him run like that, and they said, this looks great. Let's, let's do it. And then they waited it's, four again, years I, I later. I stand by said, the idea that if you're running near the speed of light, the idea that you're not going to dig your foot in for traction with every step, the speed skating thing makes sense. Why do you look like swimming? But he's Why not. Have you like seen speed <laughs> skaters? Have you seen a speed you know skater? What? That's hold what on, they hold do. Hold on, hold on. They're on I would like everybody listening to know that because of Adrian mimicking speed skating, I will be putting the video of this on our Patreon. <laughs> so, Beautiful. I mean, I do know... So I do know Patreon. you're talking about... Patreon.com slash... It, it, it looks horrendous. It looks terrible. Um, so I guess we're going to go into the Flash. The Flash character still... I think they cut... Uh, he ends up getting a lot of his dialogue ends up being cut or end up reworked, as you can clearly tell. Uh, they have a whole entire conversation with Cyborg at the cemetery that does not happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. In this one. So... I, and I'm confused. Because Alex was saying why he thought they were better, and then you hijacked the conversation. My bad, my bad. Alex, go, why, why do you think he's weren't. better? Oh, no, I, do because, 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 so he, he, it's, I think you're right. Steppenwolf and Cyborg are significantly improved, but I think that the trio is Flash. Like, all three of them actually got storyline. 
actually got like scenes that explain who they are or why they are like any of that. Cause the first movie, if you watch it, what it's lacking is context and, and motivation for like right. everybody. Right. Um, and this movie actually took all of them and was like, well, let's flesh out like who the flash is rather than just having him be some dopey kid who lives in a warehouse that Bruce Wayne found. Um, Steppenwolf. We actually find out why earth, why now we find out uh, how more of how cyborg came to be and who he was before and like who he is now and how he his powers work. Man, that was for sure. Because he literally, all he does is punch an alien box and hack it, and that's all we know about his powers oh, in the first me, one. I mean, he is, so my problem with the Flash we have for here is, one, he still somehow <laughs> cannot get a degree, but yet, or a job, which we try to see him trying to be a dog walker, but he has astronaut technology again, still, in a whole tip. So. I mean, probably stole it, is my assumption. I assume he stole everything he has. <laughs> If this episode sounds anywhere near listenable, I want everybody to thank Jason, who is our audio producer, because Matt apparently decided to. Well, he went off to Steppenwolf. He went to go Steppenwolf. But I do have a question for those, for since we are talking about the Flash, what did we think about the crash scene then? Eh. Okay. Look, parts were great. I I do not like the Flash in this because he is creepy, like. You're supposed to save this woman who is, like, gonna die if you don't move her. But he decides to caress her face. That is creepy. Yes. Like, face caressing in movies is already, like, sus when you think about it. Because it's like, did this person consent to have their face touched? Did yeah. they not? I don't like being touched, so this is kind of weird. Like, because it, it's a stranger. But no, we're just gonna slow it down she's gonna die but instead of just saving her right away he gets a hot dog and caresses her face like yeah. it, it turns him into a creep which i because they haven't that was literally the first time they met and so mm -hmm. like that makes it a hundred percent creepier and i don't like it and it made me dislike the flash for a lot of it i know i get i get though that. i like ezra miller as flat well as, as Wally, Wally, as Wally West, I don't what, like him as Barry Allen. Yeah, uh, as 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 probably a surprise to no one, I'm kind of in the middle with the Flash. Um, obviously, like they took a lot a lot of the dumb stuff. Like he doesn't have nearly as many dumb lines, but he has right. so many dumb lines still. They're just yes. like not funny. Like they're just they're just. But like not. they cut the whole brunch joke at least. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and he's not falling on Wonder Woman's like tits and stuff. So like there there is redeemable stuff. But thank like you, Joss Whedon, sir. <laughs> But, but also, face. like, the boob thing is undercut by the fact of this dude's randomly caressing this girl's face and then, mm -hmm. like, just, like, drops her and then, like, leaves. It's just, like, really weird. There's no context to it. Like, if you are a fan of the series, you're like, oh, well, that's Iris West, obviously. But, like, if you had no context, this was just some random girl that he just met inside of a dog park or in a dog mm -hmm. store. And he stole a hot dog. Like when there's, I don't know. We just see like how much cool stuff he does throughout the movie. And like, there's like just so many other ways he could have handled that situation with how fast he is. And he yeah, kind of yeah. just like use it as an opportunity to caress her face, which just kind of makes him kind of weird, which he is like the flash is like a weird, like pervy character, but like set some stuff. Wait, up, what? Like, what? How is the that flash was a, a big pervy character? That, well, big not like, there. I'm talking oh. about like, I'm talking about like his, like his, like his, like off the, like off the cuff comments and like justice oh, league, okay, the animated bad series. Yes. Yeah. His bad jokes. There's a whole That's joke fair. about him. Like, fit, not yeah, but isn't that, yeah, but isn't that, isn't that Wally though? That's Wally. That's Wally. That's what the whole, that's the whole problem. That's Wally. 
Yeah, and it was, it was like there's good things there, but also I don't know. I, it should have been great. I was, for me I'm anyway, totally so with Adrian. I'm never gonna like him. So I'm with Adrian, of which like I think they because I do have a problem with that whole scene as well, and I they take out some stuff, but it is one of those he does at least seem more competent because in the first version he just completely looks like an idiot and falls oh, down, yeah. which he still does, but it doesn't look as bad, I guess. So well, I the problem would with say like my main issue with the flash stuff specifically that crash scene and like some of the other pieces is you can clearly tell that they were they were deleted scenes and there wasn't enough actually reshot to make them make sense like the math was hmm. not mathing That's with about the story the around movie. it and so yeah. it was just inserting something that was like it kind of felt like filler in an anime where it's like you're gonna get to know the backstory of a character but it doesn't really have anything Goku to play learning with to drive. the story around it. That one's good. <laughs> yeah. more no, like it is. Goku learning to drive like is fantastic. Six, more like the 68 episode of arc where Ichigo becomes half hollow in Bleach is probably more equivalent to the filler that we got in here. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we got the, we got the Flash since we did kind of come for Flash. But let's talk about the two main ones that we do both believe are the most improved. I have the most important reason as to why Steppenwolf is improved. All right, we'll start with Steppenwolf then. He looks like a pug. Okay, bold take. He has an adorable... (laughs) No, not a bold take. I made a tweet and I put his little tiny cute face up against a little pug face (laughs) and it looks the same. As you all discuss the rest, I will go get that tweet and drop it in our chat because he looks adorable and 10 out of 10 would pet. Yeah, I think Steppenwolf's a lot better. I mean, because he he comes... He's like comes off as kind of like Ronan the Accuser kind of yes, like he does. In, mm-hmm. in the first one where we don't really know like why this dude gives a shit like why he's here yes um but it's just like better i think the cgi is still like it's better oh, it's pretty bad but it's yeah. still bad it, the suit is too weird of a concept to yeah. to, com- to convey and it just doesn't work well because like even like when it goes down when he's talking to like dark side you're like oh wait like, the cgi here is pretty cool like that's a cool ass design but as soon as he suits mm-hmm. back up it gets a little bit weird but i thought his action like i thought all of his fight scenes are better just like mm-hmm. overall just just better i wish they would have done the cgi a little bit better but you know what are you gonna yeah. do same same issue with cyborg right like all of his stuff is great but his costume still sucks to me his costume is better though Confer- it's, 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 it's a matte finish instead of the tinfoil finish. His yes. arms are too skinny. They, well, I know, like, I, yeah. I, I know, it's, I know. Like, that they, dude's a the jack fa- man. No, he's huge. Adrian, he still made the funny skinny. Thing, I don't get what it. What I noticed on this watch, that I did, they gave him an hourglass figure. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. They watched it. Yeah, they did. But um, I will say, the one thing that I don't like about Stephen Wolf's design, he has a beautiful pug face that can stay. But his actual, um, and I dropped it in our chat for you all to look at how much he looks like a pug. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, his armor looks exactly like the destruction, the destructor armor that the villain in the first Thor wears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Down to the movements of the metal plates. Yeah. And, that and I didn't really care for it there. It, it bothered me. I do know. Also, yeah. it look, I asked Matt if he had a tail. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Flat things no, he has he has, he has a loincloth. Loin- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to keep telling him. A metal loincloth. Loin I thought it was a cute tail. In my head cannon, he has a tail. It, I get it. We yeah. called it we called it his bat dick. Is what we called it. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> there's some scenes where it kind of flops up like very phallic-y, uh the the front one. So I thought, oh yeah, that's just his back. Yeah, I, back yeah, I don't know. It's definitely it was weird. I of course I knew Kate had talked about the pug, so I kept trying to tell her it's a cloth and not a tail, but I understood where she was going with. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But no, I do like that we get more story from him. He does make more sense. You even kind of feel bad for him. Like, man, he's just trying to do his job and these people keep telling him he has to do all this stuff. Like he's just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be here. I just want to be at well, home. 
I think what's interesting with him is that, yeah, he's trying to get home and they actually established and we'll get into this. They established a lot of the why. Uh, And this is in the opening scene that Matt, I know you hated, but the big question when I watched the first one was always like, why now? Like, why is Steppenwolf just here? Um, But then when it's like, oh, because Superman's death cry rattled around the world and woke up a mother box, it was like, oh, okay, at least now there's justification for why he's here, why he knows that there's no Kryptonians, because that also tells you that Darkseid was watching Earth and was like, well, we can't go back now, they have a lantern, because when he says, you know, no Kryptonian, no lanterns, like, they've been watching Earth trying to figure out when to get in. Um, And so now that there's no lantern, there's no Clark, like now's the time and it made so much more sense and i think just giving him that one scrap of motivation and timing made this movie make so much more sense absolutely um i will say that bug me a little bit because i know he says kryptonian but i remember as we go to that other scene like i don't know what what kryptonian is fighting in that scene and that's why i was confused about that so i so so the more that i thought about it i thought it meant like either or like if there's a lantern on the earth it's going to make it harder and so, like, no Kryptonian, no Lantern, I took it as, well, now there's neither. Okay. So that's, that's how I read it, yeah. Because that was confusing yeah. me, because I was like, well, that's Superman hasn't it. been and to I, Earth, nobody else has. And I thought Who that was that was 5, why 000? they focused on that weird-ass-looking Lantern. Yeah, even though that guy got dicked on in, like, yes, he Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, that's, sir, like, Zack Snyder, that's not how the Lantern ring works. It looked like, that's, it's not a beam. Like, it look, is a beam, I, I but will, it's not It's whatever like, you want it to be. Yeah, I will say Everything's that, a beam. Look, if there's, like, one thing that's better in the Joss Whedon thing, even though it, it gets teased and we don't ever see it, the lanterns in the Joss Whedon one looked really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they looked a lot better. They did. They looked a lot We better. didn't just get one lantern who gets his hand chopped off and the ring just leaves for, like, ever. Also, uh, so. I think he died is why it flew off, not because he lost his hand. Loki, yeah, I, mean, I want to find out why the choices were made that were made. And if they were made being petty, because having Ares fight in that scene and naming him when it could have been any other god kind of really undercuts the Wonder Woman movie. I didn't fully read it as undercutting Wonder Woman because I was looking at it as like Ares is kind of a wayward god by the time we get to Wonder Woman. And so I like the idea that at one point he sort of like had it together and was doing good things was kind of how I read it. I didn't read that. That's because you see the good in people. And that didn't read that at all. But anyway, so, <laughs> so let's get to the, probably the most important character and basically the thing of Cyborg, which basically goes from Hacker Man to basically the big, probably pivotal character in this movie. Um, yeah, he's no longer a sentient USB stick. Yes. I personally like what they did with him. I still don't like the character Cyborg. Um, outside of his football game, which is that whole thing is horrendous. I'm sorry. Oh, slow, Matt. Oh, God. I've been waiting to talk to you about the this. Slow mo. Dude, like, those guys. Off those of guy, those guys are collegiate athletes. Oh, For context, y'all. Like, if, you don't, if you don't know, like that's like that's the actual design of an actual D1 collegiate football team who's not that bad. And these dudes are tackling him like they're playing peewee football. That it is, is the, the most, most ridiculous thing, thing I've ever, ever seen. It, I um, think it's more atrocious than the running to me. It's more atrocious than the that, running. Like, you know what? I might actually give you that only because it was like, worse it is, because of slow mo. It was worse yes, because, because of slow mo. If they did it in full speed, I would be like, this is terrible, but fine. But they do it in slow mo, and it's horrendous. That dude like hops onto his half shoulder and gets thrown off, yeah, leading that's into not how a that hurdle. Like, I now question the how did they film was the only this? thing that made like actual sense because I mean we've seen people do that, but well, like I saw the yeah. break the, the last break tackle is fine, but then he gets into uh, oh it's just all bad. 
Well, I want to know why they didn't just like find a couple like college or really good high school football teams and be like slap on these costume jerseys and play for like 10 minutes while we film. There were other ways to get this footage than like, like you said, Pee Wee level playing from adults. So the funny thing about that is my team, when I was in high school, I'm actually, our team was actually filmed and whatnot in in the Friday Night Lights movie because that takes place, basically that movie takes place in the district that I played high school in. So like they, when my sophomore year, they were there filming stuff. It was so bad that one of our players got hurt that they ran onto the field and were trying to film it for like part of the movie footage. And people were like, uh, somebody's hurt. Can you like leave? Right. Can um, you please go away? <laughs> yeah. But no, but just to your point, like they, they clearly done it. I saw them do it. This was like, I don't know how many years ago, week 10. They, yeah. They've done it before. They couldn't mm-hmm. do it now. Yeah. But I, I think like outside of that, I think just him having more character development is great. Yes. I think mm-hmm. his whole I hate you dad stuff is still kind of like a little I don't too think much. It, was, little it should much. have been it wasn't I don't think it was like fleshed out enough. I think his mom died a little bit too quick for us to like really mm-hmm. get to get like that character dynamic that's going on there. I think the mom was badass. It's kind of dumb that yeah. she has to go in as a college student, he has to go in there. She has to go in there and like save his ass. That's a little like weird. Um, but I think overall, just just better. Just better character development. No mm-hmm. awkward booyah, no undeserved booyah. He's doing more stuff. He's not just hacking into Batman stuff so Batman can sit on the side for the entire... The fact that he's a supercomputer comes into play, like, uh, plot-wise of him being like, well, here's the plan, here's the obvious steps, let me lay out all of this stuff for you. It just, like, it felt like everybody was actually being used, like, well as a character and as a device. The scope of his powers were there, right? Like, he can can shoot literal laser beams from his arm. I I didn't care. I will say, I I, kind of didn't care for the beginning because it looked like Iron Man 1 they were just trying to do with the Florida to fly thing. But outside of that, like, it was like, whatever, that's fine, typical. But no, overall, everything else is pretty well done. His character's, like, flipped out. Obviously, his armor still looks like ass. He looks like a weird, his arms and legs look tiny. Question on on that. Uh, his, His metal mask when he was flying, did that ever come back? I don't remember. I or was it just know. for that one shot? No, it did come back a few shots, but it comes back in okay. like really clicks. Most of the time you see him like it comes gotcha. off really fast. So okay. I I really liked I agree with like the hatred for the dad was to such an immense level that I don't understand. And the brooding the, throughout the whole thing from Yeah, because at the end of because like I understand that like one of the, the pieces of Cyborg's character is him coming to terms and accepting himself as who he is now. But at least, and Adrian, you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you love Cyborg as a character. He doesn't, like, he's not a character who projects that on other people. He internalizes it and, like, feels it. Versus, like, for that, it felt more like my dad made me this way. Meh, meh, meh. Yeah, just too versus... broody. Just too broody for a Cyborg. Exactly. You know, and, and, a like, cyborg. And, like, and, like, broody in a way that is mean to other people versus, yeah. like, I'm going to be broody because I feel weird in this space, in this mm-hmm. body now. I need to take care of it. It was my dad made me weird in this space, in this body. It's his fault. I don't like him. And so that was the thing. But overall, I did really like him more. And I do, I do like that we got to see cyborg outside of being cyborg like i do yeah. like that yes. we got those moments where we get to see behind like what's going on like in the internet quote unquote yeah. like those things were actually pretty cool um, yeah and i enjoyed mm-hmm. that they let him just like be himself in those scenes right like yeah. they just, like let him like be him which is also like which makes the costume worse because you see like oh shit this dude is like a giant human being yeah um but I, I think it's cool because like even like back like the teen titans cartoon like there's so many times where he grip grapples with like being yeah. his old, you know, athletic self. And we see him plenty of times as just, like, the normal, you know, uh, Victor Stone. So I'm really glad we got to mm-hmm. see that in this because it really kind of 
uh, and, hopefully gets people interested in his character overall. And I think like, and I think like the, his ending line to his like to the fake family where the mother box is trying to like corrupt him or whatever, where she says, "My broken child" or something, "My broken son," yeah. and like he tells her, "I'm not broken and I'm not alone." Like this is actually good. This yeah. is good yeah. character development here because he's accepted who he is as cyborg. Mm-hmm. He's contributing to a team, and it matters. Yes. And so like that, I was like, okay, you have. You got the most out of this, which is probably also why your actor yelled the most for the movie. But we're not going to talk about. We'll that talk about now. that later if we get time. We'll but, <laughs> but yes, like he 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 has the most meat mm-hmm. to his character, and I do think that like when it comes to character driven moments, he's probably my favorite to watch because he actually has character pieces. Whereas the other ones, because they have their own movies, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Which so. We'll kind of go from basically who I feel are the least improved, but obviously we'll probably have some other groups. Uh, probably, I'll start with um, Superman and Batman. I think we're both just kind of eh because they don't really have much difference. We kind of can talk about them. A I would bit. say Batman was questionably it changed, not improved. Yeah, Batman or was definitely unimproved. questionably changed, but I still hate. Questionably it changed that he handed out more business cards with his names for people to Trust find me, him. I, oh, no, anything Zack Snyder does with Batman, I hate, and I hate that he even has that character. Give me Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves in two years, and I hope we never see anything ever again by my hand. What what was questionable to me, Kate, what was questionable to me was specifically like his whole like I'm working on hope and faith and stuff, because there is something to me that's That's very interesting about when Batman hits the end of his rope. He's like, I guess I'll try optimism, which I've never even considered. I'm like, I kind of love that as like pushing Batman to that place. However, the movie didn't convey that he had been pushed to that place. Hate it all. Yeah. Also, and just just before like we get off the Batman thing, I hate that this dude jock road superman literally the entire movie way more than he did in the joss whedon one like my yes. dude you'd like you 1v1 this dude and basically won if he didn't say martha you would have killed his ass and all of a sudden like he's like the only hope like you're not like a badass like wonder woman who's like deflecting bullets isn't a badass this guy who's like a supercomputer isn't a badass like you have all these things and the whole time he's just like Oh, we need Superman because he's the only one who's gonna save us here. Like my it's, guy. I mean, I get it, Batman. but he also is, he only he beat the, Batman because he well, got kryptonite. No. Well, also, and then not he even using that, guns two, again. Oh, like two two oh, Adrians, two Adrians. He brought a, grap- a grappling gun was his only weapon the entire movie. Yes, it was. And they was focused sad. on it. Like, oh, Batman has a grappling gun, so that's how you know who's gonna beat this parademon. And he kills like one parademon while Wonder Woman's like killed like four in a row. Like, this is supposed to be expert ninja, detective, and he just wasn't that in this one. I really Well, he was never that in the first one. He was never that one in the first one. He was in in Batman. So this is the problem. You haven't watched Batman v Superman. He is, like, he is amazing in Batman v Superman, which is why I like Batfleck. Anyway, but I do want to say to Adrian's point of, like, Batman as a character understands the people that he works with to a level that he would never discount them essentially Mm -hmm. and especially when you're given a very big piece of evidence where steppenwolf straight up says that the amazonians died because wonder woman could have actually fought him and saved them and then batman's like oh that doesn't matter we still need kal-el once again the whole the whole batman thing which just discounts her and it bugs me the fact that i kind of like them before, as it's we transition to Wonder, Wonder Woman, I kind of like their tension a little bit. It kind of reminds me. Well, of I've always cartoon. liked it because I've always liked Wayne McDuffie. 
Bruce Tim and, and Bruce Tim and Dwayne McDuffie made me a shipper between Diana and Bruce, and it will always be yeah, that we way. Which can't be undone. Like, but anyways, okay. we get that. But obviously, we get like a moment, and then it gets cut out. We never mention it ever again, and it gets weird. Um, yeah. And then we get to focus on other stuff. But no, to move into Wonder Woman. So one, I think Wonder Woman's still like good in this movie for what we get. Obviously, she doesn't get her ass beat the whole time, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. My problems that I have, which why I'm not, maybe not really least improved. She's not by far my least improved. That'd be Aquaman, which we'll get to. Um, Wonder Woman to me, the theme song over and over again. Maybe hate the theme song and maybe hate just seeing what she's doing. Um, and <laughs> Every five seconds. <laughs> and I thought it drove seconds. me insane. Um, two, it gets hard and confusing because we have the other two Wonder Woman movies, which. Obviously, I don't know if we want to go full into there, but that drives. I'm going to go full into there because it. We'll go. Bugs we'll go me. there into the for Wonder Woman, yes. So, like, ultimately, and like, y'all have heard me talk about Wonder Woman. If you follow me, you know how I feel about Wonder Woman. I love Wonder Woman as a character because Wonder Woman, especially when you look at Bruce Tim Wonder Woman, Dwayne McDuffie Wonder Woman, she is a warrior and she mm-hmm. is not afraid to kill because she understands the importance of saving and when people can't be and it is a very important piece of the wonder woman that i like what i didn't like was when she got into patty jenkins's hands and all of a sudden she was love and compassion and we can't kill anybody and that bugs me and Mm -hmm. i understand that that is why she is not consistent in this movie that said as much as i do not like gal gadot as Wonder Woman, which you can hear a whole diatribe of us talking about that on the Wonder Woman episode. Don't need to have that here. I like what Zack Snyder did when he introduced her in Batman v Superman because he introduced Mm -hmm. her as a threat. He introduced her as powerful. And in this one, she cuts off a dude's head. She kills a bank robber. She, like, she actually fights and does things, and she's not getting slapped around. Which, like, that happened in the Josh Whedon no, movie. No, that absolutely happens in the Josh Whedon one where she's just a punching bag. I'm with Kate if I do like the kill stuff, but I do have a problem with the fact that she blew up an entire floor of a building to evaporate a guy in front she of a bunch of children. She is teaching those young women <laughs> to fight for themselves, Matt. I, so, okay, actually, here's a question, though. Uh, that bank robbery scene, do you feel like it was necessary other than to give her an action sequence? No, none at all. But no, it was in the first but I one, think so it was it better. Be well, exactly. Yes, yeah, it was in the first time. one. I enjoyed. Yes, it. There was, the, uh, on, I enjoyed it except the top part where we have to have every freaking five minutes of staring at a character on a fucking background. Yeah. Fair question, also, Adrian. This is where I hold on. I do want to say everything I say is I appreciated it if you took out the slow mo because the slow mo yes. every scene was bad. It's aggressive. So I need people listening to understand when I praise a scene, it is sans slow mo and what I am imagining it, what it could be. Yeah, it's honestly like that. I want to know how much shorter the movie is if you play slow-mo scenes at normal speed. Two hours. Yeah, no. Yeah, Uh, but Adrian, in the original cut, is there as much blood in the bank robbery scene as there was in the Snyder cut? Because there was a ton of blood everywhere. So there's no blood in the original movie. The the original movie could be PG. I I thought that was wrong, yeah, because I was watching it. I was like, oh, that guy got shot and there's blood everywhere. That Atlantean got chucked into a rock and there's blood everywhere. Like... People got yeah. cut in half. It was blood. Um, that was yeah. nice, but also I felt like it was just when I, I don't know if that was on purpose or if that was just like a shot and like yeah. we're trying the hindsight thing, which go. Mm-hmm. But no, back to one woman. I don't, Adrian. What did you think about it? I didn't mind she killed people, but I hated that she obliterated an entire building in front of children. Like, and that child's like, I want to be like you. Like, dude, you just. Hell, somebody. if I saw some. 
come yeah. in and just murder all these bank robbers? Hell yeah, I want to be like her. Well, also, yeah, question though, I, like they just established that she but, moves at the oh, speed oh. of bullets. Why was that her only option? That's yeah, that's, that's also saying. that's also where I'm at because he almost mowed down literally yeah. all of those children. She could stop a bullet like. She's faster than bullets. She should be able to get to him before he Some does anything. Some people are too evil to live. That man no, that's was fine. ready kill, to kill, kill all that, no, of those I'm, children. I, no, but there were other ways she could have killed him. No, that, that's my that's my point. That's yeah, my kill thing. all of them. But like the whole ching 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 was cool, I guess. But like she, she if she could go ching 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 ching, she can like go rush and slash his neck. That's what I said. And, oh, she like, could have done anything instead. Over. She, she uh, could have grabbed dude and threw him instead. She and also she's just like. Also, look, man. As someone who like who works with kids on like on a normal basis, daily basis, they're like very like traumatic creatures. No kid, after seeing all those people chopped up, would like be like, "Oh, can I be like you?" No, there's some trauma there. Like those kids need to go to therapy. <laughs> they need to go to therapy. And that line just okay. felt like very. It felt very yes, like uh, women get things done kind of like things. Like she's That's badass. Fair. Like we don't That's need like fair. a little girl. Overcompensated like, okay. badass. Like, we know so she's I badass. will say it. I will say it would have been cooler if she had just thrown him out and instead of the hat falling, it was a man's body falling. I would have yeah. been okay. I would have been okay with that. That would have been cool. Blew up an entire building. Yeah. But like, she I, I thought she was people better. in the overall, street. Overall, I did think she was better because we get to get to like she got to do stuff. She boxed people. And, oh yeah, no, she did. And, and even when say, she fought Stephen Wolf, she didn't get like full scent like she did in the other one, like where Stephen Wolf just slapped her around the whole movie. So I will say as far as my least improved per se, for her it's not really least improved as much as like her character becomes weird because she has two other movies yeah. and what we mm-hmm. don't know because it mix and matches and it, it makes the tone of Wonder Woman and all the movies completely doesn't make sense at all. As somebody who already did not like those movies, or I, I, I appreciated the first one a lot because the fighting was better than mm-hmm. anything we had gotten. Um, I hate Wonder Woman 84. It was so bad. It was so long. No. Um, and you're saying that I, while reviewing a four-hour film. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate what happens here because, and if and if you disagree with me and you're listening to this, go watch the Bruce Tim and Dwayne McDuffie uh, Justice League. That Wonder Woman has multiple conversations with both Clark and Bruce telling them that their whole catch and release of villains is literally hurting yeah. society and people. And if you look at the death of Superman three episode piece that happens in the Justice League, there's that moment where she, ha- she has a ventriloquist dummy and starts crying. And you can tell that she's it's literally taking everything from her not to kill him. And it's th- like those moments of like intense power and like everything like that's Mm -hmm. why i love wonder woman because wonder woman walks through the world intimidating everybody and doesn't care and in patty jenkins's wonder woman i don't get that i have the woman who yells a baby and like doesn't care about anything else (laughs) and i hate it i think you definitely get like the most badass wonder woman in this one yes 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 did wonder woman came out after batman versus superman right Yes. Correct. Okay, we and that Wonder if Wonder I if I remember movie. right, BBS is kind of what kicked off the whole dialogue about like is there too much collateral damage in superhero movies? Like people were like yes. really critical of that one destroying like half of town. So I'm wondering, not to defend Patty Jenkins or her vision for Wonder Woman, but like how much of that like public dialogue altered how they present the so character. So I will say if you look at BBS and you look at Wonder Woman, the first one, you can at least make up for some of Wonder Woman's compassion in the first movie, as in she was fresh, like she was fresh naive. off of the mascara. Yes. 
she thought that she could get through things but at the end of that movie there is a clear cut that happens where she should be just like i'm gonna fucking kill it's fine these people are awful i I got to learn Mm -hmm. that the hard way and then wonder woman 84 happens and it's it's awful it's just we gotta love everybody no Yes, no, um, you don't. which also there's other dialogue um, which comes in here. Um, since we're on Wonder Woman, the airy thing feels like undercutting or weird when compared to the first movie. Considering that Wonder Woman, I believe Wonder Woman actually comes out before this movie does. Um, that does feel like an undercut because of where that is. Um, obviously, you have the conversation with One Love thing, which gets weird considering you look Wonder Woman eighty three or eighty four, which doesn't yeah, make any that's what sense. I said. Yeah, and that, I said that too. And that was those two things make. And then I said, obviously, her personality of kill versus not kill. The whole thing just made be. What do you mean, weird. one love thing? She oh, talked to like, I, she talked yeah. to cyborg, and she says, "I I loved one person at one time in my life, and that's it." Which makes no sense when it comes to Wonder Woman eighty four. No, it makes all the sense because she literally just loves Chris Pine. That's the whole crux. Oh wait, no, the ending because she decides to go hit on the guy that wasn't. Oh, right. Okay, never mind. Yep, there we go. Well, maybe maybe it went nowhere. I got there. But <laughs> also, but no, but the point of the matter, she references it like as in one time versus yeah. ends up she ends up yeah. loving him twice, and then there's multiple times. I don't you think fast that's forward fair, twenty though. years. Huh? I don't think that's yeah. true though, because it's the same person. Is it? Like she. I mean, if she never stopped loving person. him, Matt. It's just been a century <laughs> long. The power of whole, love, Matt. The it doesn't, power it, of love. The whole point it doesn't make any. It makes it weird and doesn't make any. Difference. It's weird. It's forced and it's weird. Yeah, well, I, not I, I really forced, but it makes it much as it doesn't make sense, like forced per se in this movie, because I think that's in the original movie. It just makes no sense when you move forward to eighty four. Yeah, I, I mean, that say... whole movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially when you have Justice League and Batman v Superman and her original movie, where she fights a god in her original movie, fights uh, Doomsday in her other one, and then, like, 84 is, like, this, like, weird, she's, like, not really a person kind of thing. I can't beat a cheetah woman. I, I can definitely see, like, I don't know if she has the least development, because I think this is the best we've seen her in other things. Oh, yeah. So it's going, hard. It's hard to judge her because she has these other things yeah. that exist. Which Those other to, things just so happen to be so, bad. So get to the actual my least improved person, and the person that makes this the hardest thing is Aquaman. Is Aquaman, this about the littering? <laughs> the yes, littering is still in there, which is Alex, terrible. The littering litters. is terrible. That is terrible. Why did they do that? I don't know. Okay, so Aquaman because it looks cool. It looked it like a terrible. bad whiskey it commercial. Was ter- it was terrible. So Aquaman one loses basically all of his lines, basically. Um, loses his entire demeanor. Um, he basically only says my man one time, which is great, but also he just doesn't talk throughout the whole movie. I feel like a lot of his lines, though, were like quippy little one-liners, no, right? No, they were, they were for the most part. He has a few speeches or something like that. Oh, that's problem, true. But the problem we have for the most part um, is two things. Of One, his movie actually comes out in which, one, his demeanor's back to that like weird, quippy, terrible dialogue in his movie. Arthur Curry is a yeah. freaking ham, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, when his... he's not drunk and broody, there are two different. Well, that's ones. what I'm saying. So, like, that's when you match true. it with his movie, it doesn't make any sense because the quippiness of dumb in this movie, the original one, it was dumb in the actual movie, in his own movie. So those myths, and also the fact that it took four years and you couldn't get rid of water bubbles. What the? That is the worst thing. The movie is by far the worst thing in existence because they still have water bubbles. They would have needed like another twenty five million to CG the hair. I to don't be care. Floating, right? I mean, my problem is were... that was his original vision of water bubbles. You tell me, Zack Snyder. Like, yeah, it's not good. Water bubbles. They did take out the speech bubbles of their air coming out when they're talking when they're underwater, which I think is like a big improvement. But they didn't have any talking scenes underwater. <laughs> they had a couple. No, no, they, they were no. all in bubbles. No, no, being... Mira had some yelling bubble oh, thing. It sounded yeah, it was like that it sounded like a dying giraffe or something. Yeah, and that was gone in this one. That's um, yeah. 
Yeah, but also like I, I don't want to. Least development, but like there wasn't like a lot of development there. Period. No, I think I guess as much as I know, it doesn't hold up when you look at what he has. But I guess now. my problem is maybe not developed yeah. and improved is really right. Well, characters for say because kind of most improved made part. The problem I have mm-hmm. is when you compare Aquaman to his movie and what we've seen now to versus what we get in here, it is completely two different characters and it's terrible. Yeah. And they, all they should have kept some of the jokes. I, I will say when I watch when we watched Justice League, I was actually really excited to see Jason Momoa. And see this version of Aquaman and other mm-hmm. stuff. And I think for me, the underwater scenes, which there are more of in this part, are worse. Yeah, they're terrible. Because of how good James Wan yes. did it. And how good his effects yeah. team did the hair. Yeah. And how good his effects team took care of that. And so for me, when I watch it in this, I'm just kind of like, oh, so y'all really don't understand how stuff moves underwater, do you? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was one of those things where I was like, the original Justice League, as much as it was awful and I didn't like it, mm-hmm. I was at least happy to see Jason Momoa go on to be Arthur Curry and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, one, Mira's accent was trash. <laughs> when did she become British? Two, <laughs> it just didn't look that good. And I also didn't feel that like Arthur got like, I guess, yeah, you're removing his quippy one-liners, but like Arthur Curry is too, like he, hook hand Arthur Curry is brooding and not funny. Pre-hook hand Arthur Curry is sassy and mm-hmm. angry, which is a thing that Jason Momoa was in the original. Oh yeah, you know what, what, I, what I wanted was keep the quips, keep a little bit of the speeches, and then they would have had to retweak it, but actually, like in all honesty, keep the speech where he accidentally talks about not wanting to die because he's sitting on the yeah. lasso of truth. Cause that was actually yeah. like, I mean, it was kind of played for a dumb joke eventually where they, she's like, oh, can I have the lasso now? But I really liked him being like, I don't want to die. Like, I don't want to do any, like him having that human moment. I was like, I'm kind of bummed that you didn't like rework that or something. But the thing is, is that like that works with the rest. So like you get like a lot more buildup here of how much Arthur doesn't associate with Atlanteans. Mm -hmm. And I actually think had you kept the I don't want to die moment, it feeds more into that. Like he's literally fighting. He's the Atlantean person coming to fight the mother box and dark side but he doesn't want to be a part of them. So of course there's mm-hmm. a part of him that doesn't want to die and it works if you keep it. Yeah. You know what it is? I think the opening scene with him is much better in this one. Cause you get more dialogue. It's just when he freaking litters and when there's midsummer dumbass scene happens. <laughs> because somebody saying goodbye of the song. Like, because I think like their his interaction with Batman in this one is much better because it's not just like oh that's not how the line goes that's actually the opposite of what they say blah 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 yeah. like it it the dialogue is better but they just like ruin it and make it hammy by making this midsummer moment where this lady sniffing the the his sweater his is literally as bad as you smell nice in well, my they... head and then making the dude litter. I guess like if you're like, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, whatever, whatever. But he's been like, oh, tell him to respect the storm and to respect the sea as he throws a glass bottle into the ocean. The funny thing is in Aquaman, Orm's whole entire speech is on humans ruining the ocean because of that. Yep. It's just weird. Also, I mean, and not to get too much into the logic of the scene, because I know that the whole point of that was to be thirsty on Maine. But like, (laughs) why would he take his shirt off, but not the pants for like underwater mobility? I I, I watched this. 
I watched this movie with some of uh, my friends who we watch every Friday, like the stuff together. And some of them are, are women and they're like, dude, skinny jeans in water? That makes no sense. That threw them off more than anything about his character. Jeans weigh so they much when they get wet. <laughs> yeah. He would have won that fight if he wasn't wearing jeans. And well, he jumps and into the like... ocean with shoes on and then the shoes are gone. So well, that means he I... just like left his shoes somewhere in and, the ocean. And since you two watched it, because that original like waves crashing scene is that that was all in the promotions for the original mm-hmm. one. And I was one of the thirsty people. People. like come yeah. on now please were you yeah, thirsty for the like, midsummer though that part no, ruined that whole not scene that. i'm it was asking <laughs> because it felt like that dock walking scene with the waves crashing was much more slow-mo than it was in the original yeah i well i think just because that whole scene in the little like fishing village was not nearly as dragged out um not that it was it was all dragged out here like a lot of it i loved the extra dialogue but it was like this went on for a very long time and then you had people singing for like a solid like minute of film <laughs> which i um, yeah, I, I just feel like uh, you're just you're just and also your isn't that icky stupid. thump in that scene originally and like that's icky, so, thump, icky thump works so it works much so well to a broody arthur curry going into the water with yeah like waves. we know that these people worship this dude already like we established that in the scene with like the head you know, guy or whatever. Yeah. You don't need to like make these people worship him. Like mm-hmm. just like, only like Wonder Woman type <laughs> stuff, man. Only like, ever go. play white stripes, arena rock songs for Jason Momoa's Aquaman. <laughs> I don't, I don't like I don't, the problem I have too is we or got an to, octopus playing the drums. One yes. of the two. That was you better than choice. anything I got from the Atlantis in here. I don't know. Also the fact that they, William Defoe looks like he's on a deathbed in this movie compared to Aquaman. Or Will, Willem Defoe. <laughs> whatever. He was half dead, so I can say whatever he can say. Whatever name is in this movie. I kind of liked him in this. I don't know. I kind of liked it. He just looks like I, he's half dead compared to I, Aquaman. I was, I was honestly excited when I saw older. his name pop up in, in I went too, but then what he does compared to Aquaman, I'm like, really? This is what y'all did? But this yeah. this also goes back to this fleshing out the world in such a better way. Like The idea that he is consistently sneaking away from Atlantis to talk to Arthur and try to talk him into coming back. I was like, oh, that's great world building because like we do see that in Aquaman, but knowing that he's been trying this for years yeah. and like eventually is like, here's something that was your mom's. Does this make you want to come back? Like <laughs> I mean, just doing literally did, anything he can. One, I do wonder how much that was hindsight because I know that was a big problem in the first movie, if I remember correctly. He just shows up with a, with the with the with, with the trident and the suit. And nobody yeah. has also that he grave robbed to get the suit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I kind of love that because it's like, oh, yeah, you're not a king yet. You don't have Atlantean armor. You literally just had to steal this. I did just put a picture of Willem Dafoe and Aquaman. He looks 10 years younger. No, that's what I said. Like, compared to, uh, where is this, this board or the other one? The lighthouse really aged him. Well, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I feel bad for him because I like him in Aquaman, but in this movie, it not, also he's not looking bad, but he just looks like he's on his last breath. And I'm like, what happened to you? So I will say too, I wonder if part of this is having like originally shot him, because I, I don't know if he was originally shot or yeah. if they brought him back, or if they brought him because of the Aquaman movie. But like one of the reasons that the Aquaman movie succeeds with underwater stuff is it does take advantage of like, if you're underwater, your hair is going to be whipping everywhere, pull mm-hmm. it back in a bun. And that kind of helps a lot with the There's stuff. There's a lot of tight top like, knots in that movie. Exactly. It makes sense though. Whereas it does. like this one, it's just like, here's your flowing locks. Well, when you talk in a water bubble, it doesn't matter what your air, what your hair does. Yeah, yeah the the original more... vision was a water bubble, and, and the water, water bubbles are bubble. more under. Yeah, they're more undercut later on in the movie because they definitely say like uh, when Wonder Woman is like observing Arthur Curry, he's like, oh, he must, you know, 
he's a water breather. He's like, oh, well, I heard him talking water on land. He's like, oh, well, he must be a half breed or something like that. So, like, you're like, are you saying that people from Atlantis can't talk above water? Yeah. You literally have them because we see that constantly later in the movie. It's just like inconsistencies on why the water bubbles are a thing. Like, why why do they need to be there? I agree. Um, One more internal, like, logic consistency thing with Aquaman before I feel like Matt's going to want to move us on. Uh, Why not put the why not put their mother box in the trench? True. Yeah. You're not wrong. Like, yeah. Not wrong. Like yeah. that is such a hard place for anyone to get to. All you have to do is fight somebody from getting to the trench. And if they beat you, whatever's left of them is probably not going to survive the trench. Yeah. I don't remember the Aquaman movie, like in relation to this, but dude, they have so many cool ass, like beings yep. and like monsters that you could have like yes. put that thing next to like some stupid myth. And then they're like, like, the King doesn't care about this. But oh no! But I was gonna, no, I was gonna say. Speaking of one thing, I loved. They were like all of us guarded our boxes, like according to our culture, and men just put it in a hole. They buried it, <laughs> and then Cyborg buries it later. <laughs> it's so stupid. He put it in a closet. And it's, the the Amazonians probably have the most badass way to protect their thing, and they just buried it. And they, right, and they, they built this huge like st- they built this like gigantic coliseum to house yeah. it. Like, oh, and then God. they just, like, ten dudes go in the woods and dig a hole. It was very they do, Lord and of the Rings. And it looks, yeah, it does look like Lord of the Rings. They even look like the guy. I was like, is that the guy from The Hobbit? Is that one of the, <laughs> is that one of the dwarves? Like, just Elrond pops up. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Um, so moving on, Um. obviously we'll talk a little bit about the new characters, and we'll get into all the highlights of stuff of just, like, um, Martian Manhunter. That was, I guess, cool, but it was so, kind of useless, and I was disappointed at the end. Yeah, it was it was cool because I think that Zack Snyder said that that's always been his plan since Man of Steel Correct. was that that character would be revealed. And I was like, oh, that's really cool that you actually like made good on it and did something. I guess cool, but also like we just see him become Martha and then he just yeah. chills and watches him fight for like the last five years. So, and he's like, oh, I guess I kind of will help you now. Yes, I, I feel like Mar- like John Jones has enough sense to get involved in things to save the world because mm-hmm. he has a conscience. Um, that's kind of one of the big central things about the character and why he yeah. can't stay hidden because he just keeps jumping into things. Yeah, um, I, I was kind of confused. I'm like, wait, but you're here and you're on Earth and you knew all of this was happening. Exactly. But also one of the things that kind of bothers me, which is kind of a larger thing with that entire epilogue sequence is like, did Zack Snyder put everything he could in way of Easter egg and appearances just so he could get people to scream to want his universe to override everything else that has yes. done. Yes, um, which we'll talk to, which I have. We'll, we'll talk, we, we, yeah, we can talk about that later. But, but like yes, that is I, very much what it all felt like. It didn't actually feel like it brought anything so much as like he will have DC pride from his cold, dead hands and he's going to make people ask for everything that he's dropping in yeah, this for movies. me it felt like a very much like a like a wtf moment like we paused it like we were like wait wait what just happened because i didn't know he was going to be in this so it, oh. it threw me off it threw me off mm-hmm. completely i was like oh wait the martha scene with her was like completely better than what we got in the original justice league so i thought okay yeah this is cool. kind of cool then it just turned into like another one of those things like oh well the world needs you whatever like no dude like you're broken like the world needs you my guy <laughs> like it felt very like captain marvel-esque kind of thing where if they ever do anything do anything with him later on everyone's gonna be like well why didn't he do anything 
Like, he was here. Mm-hmm. At least Captain Marvel was, like, off, you know, doing other stuff. Like, bro, like, you were here this entire time. He was apparently here through Batman vs. Superman, through Suicide Squad, yeah. through Man of Steel. He was just chilling, man. Just chilling. His how many design, I, I mess how, with. I do like how his many, How many sky beams did this man see and just decide to ignore? You know what? Sky beams. You know what, oh, Martha? What's that about? I'm just gonna go be Martha. Like that's like that's what he chose. He chose being Martha when he woke up that day. Like that, yeah. that was his choice. Um, obviously, some there. I mean, I was I was excited because I knew he was gonna be in here. I was let down because like that's all you did with him. Um, obviously, same thing with the lantern. I think it would just end up being a shot because it looked terrible. Um, Dark Siege or Dark Side? My bad. Dark, Dark Side. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. Uh, yeah. Why does he? It, it no. It's not both ways. It's I, Dark I, I've legitimately heard no, people say both. I don't care heard it both ways one is wrong the correct answer is dark side <laughs> this feels like a very hunter hunter kind of thing here no it's heard not say dark seed from show. Like... there is literal audio evidence of how you pronounce it i will oh I, I mean there's a canonical pronunciation for this film i'm just saying Sir, in fandom no, i've no. heard multiple there are not dialects of dc canon no we're not gonna go there Anyway. Anyway, why does the man have a hole in his chest? Why are his titties? He looks like he has open heart surgery. He looks like he had open heart surgery. They put up in his ribs. He he looks cool. So I think he is too. I think that they have made Darkseid too thin. Because if you're already going to CGI a whole ass person, CGI all of Darkseid, which is a giant, giant man with, like, tree trunk arms and shoulders. And, like, he was too small for me. Even if you take away the weird titties floating away into opposite sections because of the hole in his chest. If you take away that part, he was very thin. Like, just, he's a big dude. And I'm yeah. like, that, like, you animated him. Just animate him bigger, please. Same thing with Granny Goodness, because I'm assuming that was Granny Goodness yeah. in the background. Yeah, I believe that was. That was mm-hmm. her, yeah. She's so tiny. That's not Granny Goodness. Uh, are they just doing it just because, like, he could be giant if he wants to be, like, at like a moment's notice kind of thing? No, no. No, that's or not, they just no. CGI it wrong? I don't know. It looked like I don't know. Um, I will say the only problem I had. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was cool because we had kind of like we said with the Stephen Wolf the back side. Dark side is a thick king. But also the problem we have again is um, is is, this feels like the Martian Manhunter of ways of just like was this just kind of thrown in here just so we could get people to scream and yell that we're gonna get more. I thought he was going to show up. I, I thought so did I. Like both of those characters, I thought we were going to get way more, and all they end up being was basically things to set up for. Nothing. I mean, he is immediately like, oh, what we really need is um, that like they have the anti-life equation. Like they're clearly trying to set up for more and trying to like yeah. get people interested. So the anti-life <clears throat> equation specifically, I feel like they threw in because yes. of deceased. Like, honestly, I, I, well, I don't know what you were saying yes to, but I'm thinking specifically of deceased and how that thing went to like four reprints because of how much people loved it. Oh, it gotcha. Based. It was all based on the anti-life equation, equation if infecting people and making them like zombie gotcha. folks. Gotcha. I, I was, I was like, saying yes to the idea that it got thrown in. Yeah. So like deceased was literally like the money, like the, the, it, 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 mm-hmm. it's all the money that DC brought in last year or like the year before, whatever the hell it was. But like deceased as a piece, like it ended up moving into like four mm-hmm. different offshoots now, like so that for me felt like oh we should work this in because they put it in here. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the anti-life equation comes in in different places too, but I feel like that was very specifically like a Scott Snyder moment. 
which mm. like yeah. Well, did you like not, like not his Tom Taylor? Tom Taylor. Yeah, Taylor I was like, moment. what the hell? Different person. Yeah. Tom Taylor moment. Well, did you like? Did you like like his action scene? I thought like when he's having the thing where he's just going in and just murking people. We got like the eye beam thing. I thought it was cool. That was pretty cool. Except, once again, it was cool, but it was one of those of like I setting up for nothing, basically. Yeah, setting up yeah. for nothing or setting up for another freaking dumb campaign. Well, but that's the other thing though, too, is because we already have a new gods film coming, and that's gonna be directed by somebody entirely different with an entirely different cast. And what I don't like about that is it what this all additional stuff did is it's now set Ava DuVernay up. To fail it's gonna set pretty much everybody up in the future she's to fail liter- because she's gonna be bringing granny goodness on screen she's gonna be bringing dark side she's bringing apocalypse on screen and now the snyder cult is literally gonna have these versions to hold on to that they're not yeah. gonna eat like it, it, it's gonna bring her hell we already know how bad that's gonna be yes which we'll, 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 we'll get from there we'll move on to the second half of the episode as we're still cruising along no but i, I was gonna say like for like the actual animation pieces and like the inclusion of Darkseid, I actually felt like they made Darkseid into a little bitch for most of it because like there's no way in which he just takes an axe to the shoulder and gets carried away. It should have gone much deeper, weak, right? By man, pause, pause. What it should have done, it should have gone into his chest, which would have explained the crater. Like they could have done literally anything else. Yeah, like honestly, it, no, it would have got questionable. They could have had it be like Thor comes in and crushes his, like just smashes his chest cavity and like makes it concave. Like they could have done anything. They had they everything at their yeah. disposal. Because like, so, because I even said it, we were watching it. I was like, literally they're this alien race with giant ships that just carved an equation into the ground, but bow and arrows and an ax is yeah. making them fly away. Yes, okay. and Zeus is lightning. Yeah. Zeus, have you seen Zeus painted on abs? He could do anything he wanted. And, and I know it's hard, and I know like we shouldn't be like doing this, but I I can't help compare it to like how Thanos is portrayed, right? Like yeah. this dude, it, it's just not the same. Like he he had to go get a whole axe made to get a, a shoulder, like an axe on the shoulder for him to go away, and like this just happens like on like the biggest battle like of the whole yeah. thing. It's just really weird, it, and it felt like he was like, okay, well I'm gonna go. It, at the end of the movie, he kind of has like a, well, I guess I'm going to go do it myself kind of moment. But like, bro, the portal's right there, bro. Just step out. He had exactly. To step out. Exactly. <laughs> Make a That's it. Hands. Give some That's two-piece we combos, were, bro. I thought what we were going to get. We all saw Thanos 1v1 the Hulk and fucking win. <laughs> yeah, Darkseid like, can jump in there and do something. And Darkseid is yeah. so much more powerful. Like, let him come out. Let him smack some people around. Let it happen. That was confusing to me because I didn't realize they were just opening the portal for Steppenwolf's head. I thought he was actually coming through, and then it's like, oh, I'm gonna go back. I'll, I'll hand him the old way. I'm yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll just go, go back get later. Dressed. I'll get dressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, um, a Wonder Woman cutting off his head and it coming off in the portal was probably one of my favorite moments. It, it was, was such a metal good. moment in that movie. It was yeah, great. It was um, so kind of from <laughs> that moment, we can transition into new scenes and talk about that. Um, yeah. I really like that moment, except for the fact that once again, I do not need the dumbass theme song for any time she moves. Ah! Um, and it just happened. I remember this vividly. Like, and it just happened. She had just fought someone not even five minutes before, and her jumping off. Why does that need another? Ah! Like her theme song <laughs> yeah. is already badass. It's like, not it's, even a theme. I don't like, know what the. Like, it's chance. when she signs on to AOL chat. That's what you hear. <laughs> 
Yeah. The scene was cool, though. Like, her no, chopping the, the head off. I thought she was going to chop him in half and, like, him just fall there. But the head rolling in there is The head cool. was even better. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, it was a good problem, scene. So, my main problem overall, when you look at, like, the additional scenes or even, like, the, the way in which she extended scenes, mm-hmm. a lot of it was using slow-mo in action sequences which, like, I love action movies, and it's one of the things that I really love reviewing because good action films, and if you look at, like, Chaz Galinsky stuff, um, like Birds of Prey, John Wick, all that stuff, the way it works is you move people at pace and you can't tell the fight choreo- the, the You can't tell that it's stunt choreography because if they move at pace, it looks like you are actually landing hits. When mm-hmm. you slow your thing down, <sighs> you undercut all of your action moments because you can see where punches are missed. You can see where you, like, it, it, You can it, see the obnoxiousness because I will say my main thing is there's a bunch of stuff that that are flare, like, I don't mind flare fighting, flare killing. I watched somebody kill somebody with a teapot the other day. It was great. But when you do it in slow-mo, like it, when we get in the Amazon scene where she runs up the wall for some dumb reason, it looks terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> but the thing is, is if you if you if you had filmed that at pace, it would have looked cool because she ran up the wall and flipped and killed someone. But that why did she even need to cool. flip in general? Like there was no oh, reason. Once again, to flip. no, she she but, did not. But if it was at pace, you would have. Oh yeah, cool, she flipped. Like I said, like, to me, I like Legolas. Down, you're just like, why is this happening? That's why good point, is this Matt. taking more time? Yeah, no, like no, except you know, I love flair. I love the flair of killing people. I think it's cool whether it's Legolas, which we kind of get with Aquaman. Which kind of yeah. once again was, which was kind of cool, but still a little like you know slow-mo. But yeah, when you slow it down, you see how absurd all this stuff is and the fight, and it just takes it so out. And the, that and Amazon scene is just the worst thing well, ever. And one of the bigger issues for me, especially when you look at a character like Wonder Woman, is the way that Zack Snyder has done this is that Wonder Woman has at least 1.5 speed for everybody, so she moves really mm-hmm. quickly through some pieces. She has way so more than 1.5 because she did all that yes. stuff in seven seconds. That's fair. Yes. So she is very fast. But then you have her moving fast and then radically slow her down anytime she lands a punch. As somebody who watches so much, like so much action, especially like foreign films and specifically Chad, Chad Stalinsky, do you not believe that your actor can do these action sequences? Because that's what you're telling me is that you don't trust your actor or your stunt person to actually go through and do a mm-hmm. pace if you want to slow it down to have effect. Well, that the problem I have, too, is, like, with Batman. Batman stunts are the only ones that look to seem to go at normal pace. And I'm like, why couldn't you speed that up to make yeah. it look like he's doing a lot more cooler stuff than what he's really doing? He did, like, a roll, yeah. and then he did a kick. And I'm like, so, speed that Also, up. we went from the warehouse scene to the stuff that we get here, which yeah, it looks, it's not good. No. The warehouse scene is literally one of the best fight sequences in, like, yeah, all of comic book. Movies. That was my yeah, point no. earlier. Like yeah. in, in Batman's, we see him being badass, and then here we get normal shots of him like focusing on the gat, like his, his grappling hook, I, like yeah. multiple times. Like, dude, this dude. Here's is my theory. More stuff. He has more all stuff. Right, I'm ready for this movie. This movie went to surprising lengths to explain why Bruce isn't squishy, but it was also still trying to keep him grounded in the fact that he is just a dude in a bat suit. So I think that that might be why they didn't give him all of those moments is that it was like, let's just emphasize that Bruce is outclassed here physically by everybody in the room. That's um, I don't know that it, I don't know that it works. I'm just saying, I think you, that was the yeah. logic. So like, that's fine, but you can do it cool. Cause like, I yeah. do agree 
that like there are like because Wonder Woman is literally your fucking sponge. She's your tank. She was in that in the mm -hmm. first one. Bro, she, she carries in, literally she three fourths of this movie. In all <laughs> yes, <of the> <laughs> yes, she does. She takes the hits. She jumps in for you. She man, like she's your tank. It's fine to have somebody like a glass cannon, but he has to be a cannon. That's the yes. problem, is that Bruce has none of the cannon and all of the glass. That's <laughs> yeah. why Batman does You know what they did in instead? Movie. They tried to make him, instead of a glass cannon, they tried to make him like one of those like tanky mages that never work. Yeah. Oh, uh, like I can see that, mage. yeah. But my pro my problem, like, Alex, I understand what you're saying, and I don't think that you think like, that's what they should do. Obviously, it's stupid that they yeah. do that. But, like, they give everybody else, like, basically their comic book powers. Like, oh, everyone yeah, else yeah. is, like... Pretty much comic book, like they can do stuff like, oh, Flash can do can do the Speed Force. You know, Wonder Woman can deflect bullets. You know, Cyborg can hack literally anything. They give my man a grappling hook. Like, give that, <laughs> like, give well, that. And they made such that. a big deal about him killing one parademon, and it's they so undercut. Like, so I, I feel like what they could have done is like have them all fighting. Have Aquaman have to leave while Bruce is fighting like twenty parademons. Give us that Batman versus Superman sequence where he just brutalizes the entire room. Have him show up later and have Aquaman be like, I kind of thought you were going to die. Like, yeah, and then you I get that Aquaman joke in there. The you is, see is Batman they, be Batman. Is that they give us, like, in this, like, they just give us basically, like, Christopher, Christopher Nolan Batman, like, where he's just a dude in a suit and not, like, mm -hmm. a comic book accurate dude in a suit who's also an expert ninja so, genius yeah. so has the ability like, to kill everybody in the justice. So the car scene is pretty good last, compared to the last movie. That well, I was sure. going to say in the last, in the last act though, is he does. Though? He compared the to the last, last movie. Yes. Is it, compared to the last like, movie. Yes. Hold on, Kate. You know what this feels like? <laughs> that car scene feels like the football scene in Endgame, where they're like, Oh, we'll protect. Like they could have done everything he did That's easier. Fair. Oh no! Absolutely, everything. No, they come the, and save the, him multiple the, times. The, the, the slow mo like, oh, well, jumping of the car. The slow mo jumping of the car is ridiculous. Like when they do like the oh that that scene when they're the, all lined up, which is basically I loved it for the wrong reasons. Oh, the Age so Ultron bad. scene. Yes. It, so okay, so here actually this oh my this God, goes to Age of Ultron. this goes to my second theory around like the slow mo and how they. Sorry, how they shot it. No, no, my, my, this goes to my theory of like how they shot it in the slow-mo and all that. This was in so many ways. Uh, you remember when Watchmen came out and it was like, oh, you adapted that to a fault. Like that is a comic book as a movie, like frame for frame. There were points in this where it's like, this is too comic book. And they were using slow-mo to get those comic book panels. And we were yes. getting scenes yeah. like yes. that. That's what, that's what it was. That's yes, Absolutely. Um, but also, I do want to say I will commend Zack Snyder for resisting using slow-mo constantly to explain just how fast Flash is. And instead, you just see him go fast sometimes. Rather I mean, than like that, the speedster quicksilver scenes. Well, no, no. He was in slow-mo like all the time. But he was but it wasn't like we also saw him outside of that. And I feel like with oh, Quicksilver, they've been bad about that. Oh, it's been a lot of like, fair. oh, let's that's do fair. like yeah, the yeah. five minute scene. And Zack Snyder was like, how about like we see sort of how slow, like how speed works for him. But then when it comes to the real world visual of it, like they just see a blue blur flying through the street. And they're like, I don't no, know no, what that fair. was. So I got, a, I I got say... a hard disagree here. If we're talking about like additional scenes and like how they do scenes. I hated all of his slow-mo scenes because all I can compare, and again, I know we're all supposed to do this, blah, 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 blah. But all I compare it to is like the Quicksilver scenes in X-Men where we see like, oh, wait, like super speed is broken like ultra broken superpower yeah. and it's and it works for him sometimes 
and then doesn't work for him other times when it's like appropriate to the plot. Like he can go super speed and go flash a light when he needs to touch something, but when he needs to save someone from a burning car, he has to touch their face. Like it's really okay, that's, weird. That's what I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> we got to see how OP it was when he touched her face. Yeah. Also, also, <laughs> like, saw the sesame seed. Well, we get the same thing when he's doing, like, when they're going to the building. Instead of grabbing people and taking them out of the building, he's like, I'm just going to run up and down the stairs and watch him. That gonna, was high weird. High five. High five. Come on. Because, now run like, up, because high Flash would have picked one up, gone. Pick one up. And then, and yeah, then at the why? end, he goes, what inst- is, instead of, for? like, saving him from the falling building, he's like, I'm going to make the building into one big rock and have Cyborg hopefully shoot it. And I was like, why? Well, well no, it wasn't one big rock. He oh, no, he was catching debris. And he for and he forgot one. Like, one got through after he caught everything Whatever. You know, that's how bad it was because it's so damn dark in this movie, I couldn't even tell what it was. But, no. The I didn't being, have that issue watching move this. move everybody? Just move everybody five feet. It's, well, the, it's yes. the, you know what that I, is? No, it's because the, that's, the that's how they used to... It's the Clone War scene where Yoda is, stops the debris instead of just moving Anakin and Obi-Wan, like, out of the way, which would have been much an easier task. It's literally just there for theatrics, and it's just, like, off-putting and annoying. Yeah. I mean, but also, like, that's how they used him pretty much exclusively in the first version of this movie. Correct. And he felt incredibly sidelined. Literally, yeah. all he did was save civilians, and it sucked. And yeah, I say that as someone who doesn't care about the Flash. would become a watch the civilians save themselves. Yeah, it was, so I will say, like, overall, like, I think, like, when we look back at, like, a lot of, like, the way, like, the action scenes are done, like, what what bothers me, so the, the last, like, the last act Batman, like, Batman, like, ascending that tower and, like, using the parademon gun and, like, that, mm-hmm. that is better Batman than we get for the rest of the film. And yeah. even then, it's kind of iffy because he's relying on other tech and he doesn't actually use his hand-to-hand combat skills, which Batman has. Mm-hmm. He did a round kick. Do you not see it? It was in slow. It was not in slow motion, so it looked so funny. Bad. It went so well, fast, I didn't cool. see it. It's kind of cool. It's all right. <laughs> so I do think one of the other things that I find really interesting overall with the whole Steppenwolf and Darkseid stuff is it kind of brings into like the marketing of the movie in which they kept like plugging Darkseid and all this stuff. They kept plugging like yeah. Deathstroke was going to be in there more, and it's and like Martian Manhander and, and they Joker. do nothing. Like, Darkseid specifically just stands there. Yes. Like, there's nothing more that any of this which brings. Kinda uh, gets which kind of gets to the point. Speak- oh, oh I was going to say, speaking of, one thing that was fascinating, and Adrian, I'm sure you caught this, is that they literally just reused the entire flashback fight and just plugged Darkseid's model in over Steppenwolf's. Yeah, yeah, like, that's exactly it, what Literally, they, they just changed the CGI model. Yeah, of, like, who's getting stabbed and all that stuff. I think it works better because Darkseid's doing the eye beam stuff, but, yeah, you're completely right. Mm-hmm. So, kind of moving on to, like, as we said with most people, kind of getting things, uh, the epilogue. We've been going for quite a while, so get to this epilogue. You know, we're kind of, like, doing the, this new movie. We'll go on forever, just like this movie did. Which epilogue, epilogue are you talking about there, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Because there were uh, multiple times where I was like, wait, there's more? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're still so doing the, this? So, the part, apparently, that's called the epilogue, which was 30 minutes wasted of my life, what the hell was that? Does anybody have an so, idea? So, I mean, it establishes that Bruce still, on some level, fears Clark was a big thing. Um, cool. But I, it's I fine, that. because cool. Batman never doesn't <laughs> not fear Superman. Yeah, yeah I, what I didn't need was a 15-minute argument where the Joker is just like, who else is going to jerk you off? Like, that was, it was pointless. <laughs> hey, can I be in- honest, y'all? Can I be honest? I kind of like the scene. I think because I hated Jared Leto before this. And here I, was I like, still oh, okay. hated this. I was like, oh, okay, well, he's being more like the Joker. And, so I you know, will say he definitely. The thing was they reference, say, they reference yeah. in Batman v Superman is actually important now because yes. that's important now. I think in honestly, this thing. So it I was, was gonna, just the reach around joke that ruined it for me. 
So I didn't. So, not gonna lie, if Jared Leto had been this Joker in Suicide Squad, I would think that he was a good Joker. Infinitely because better. Because it's because Infinitely it's a better. good Joker. Yeah. If you read the way Joker talks to, to Batman in the comics a lot, as much as the reach around joke is a little bit uncomfortable, that is very much the relationship between Bruce between Batman and Joker. Joker exists to like push up Batman's ego. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why Batman doesn't kill him. And that is something that is very clear all the time. So like I was it was it came out weird just because I think Jared Jared Leto was just I don't like him anymore. Jared Leto, yeah. I think it's just I think it's just and out of place for this weird. movie. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's it could have worked was in, in a another Batman movie. movie I think yeah. would have been great. Because his whole like yeah when I hold Harley Quinn and you see Joker break, I think that's like a fantastic thing because out of all the Jokers we've seen, we don't see Joker like feel flustered ever from anything Batman says, mm -hmm. at least in like the live action. So I think it works on a lot of levels, but it's also doesn't work when there's like 14 epilogue scenes. Yeah. And epilogue. there's also and, an awesome. entire cast watching them have yeah, this exchange. Yeah, that's what my thing. They all were having this exchange, which Alex, yeah. I'll let you tell your first thought process because it was the same one I did. Um, I had. I legit assumed that it was gonna pan the camera over to them and like swoop around behind someone's head and show that Bruce was talking to no one. That's and that what he I was thought. having an argument with himself and that they all just tolerated. I was totally thought that as well, and I was confused because then they went back and then when they did, and I was like, wait a minute. So they all just sat here for like five minutes, listened to Joker say, "I'm gonna give you a reach around for like no other reason." Like, what are they all yeah. doing? It's, it's just I mean, funny because I could at least see the heroes doing that, but Deathstroke just putting up with that shit? No. Deathstroke would have killed Joker already. Like He even asked, like, why was he here? And I'm like, why don't you just kill him? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, the whole thing so was absurd. They, it, like, it, it may gave, not be bad, but it had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it gave me Last Night on Earth vibes, which is a, uh, it's in, what's on other universe? I don't know. It, it's, it's a series written, it's a mini series written by... Scott Snyder and okay. <laughs> Batman literally carries around a quippy Joker in like a lantern because ever like the 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 world is completely gone to shit in an apocalyptic sense in like the worst possible way and like that made sense because like there is a very like there's the the Joker and the Bat literally are tied together in a very specific way mm -hmm. in how everything gets done. But to everybody else's point, it's not a Batman movie. Why yeah. was this here? Why yeah. is he just, why is he dreaming about Joker making reach around jokes? Yes, That's exactly. That was my question. question. Also, what, did he dream that Mira just has a British accent in this scene? Maybe he's only ever seen pictures of her and he just assumed. <laughs> Like, because at first, like, it's still pretty bad. But in this scene alone, well, actually, her whole okay, so thing turns. This brings up a question that I had, which is, or are Bruce's dreams prophetic and they're trying to build something out? Because that's a well, very that similar was... world to the one we saw in Batman vs. Superman. Well, and he, well, that's, he, he, he mentions... did know a dream where he said that it happened. Or well, that's what he like mentions that. before when they talk about when they had to find Lois for Clark, which obviously probably leads to more stuff, which I'm sure at this point, this half this movie was just slow-mo steal photos and easter eggs of wanting what i could do more which i feel like it's probably part of this here now start your online hate campaign for the Snyderverse. yes yeah i mean that's a funny exa exactly why that's there right because they reference yes. so much they reference lois being mm -hmm. with the martian manhunter stuff like that's 100 yeah. percent why it's there 
Uh, I'll stand by. I enjoy that scene more than like most of the movie, but I 110 percent agree that it shouldn't have been in this movie. Like, <laughs> so that's the yeah. its own thing, and I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But when I was watching it, and I was done, I was done. I was getting ready to like walk up and go get some more food. But I was like, okay, I'm into this. I like this Jared Leto. Like, why didn't you just do this in Suicide Squad? It would have been a much better movie. That was my thing. The problem. I was at, at this point. I'm at three hours and thirty minutes. I already seen the stupid. The ugly-looking Lex Luthor again, which pr- somehow he went to Arkham for some r- weird reason. Which I was yeah, that's in the first one though. He's always. I at know, Arkham but it's the- still weird. It's still oh, weird. I agree. I agree. Go to Arthur, Arkham. It's not this. No, different jurisdiction. No, but remember, Metropolis is literally across the bay. Maybe it's a county prison. <laughs> well, I mean that explains. Like, I'm not it saying it's like Texas counties where like I'm- the district is. Right, like I'm not saying it's good, but the, yeah, it's literally as soon as they put Metropolis and Gotham across the water from each other, it kind of ruined a lot of things like that. No. It just I don't know, but anyways, we get also by the way, I'm sorry, he's still a terrible Lex Luthor. Like he's just awful to me. No, um, it's, here, here's Luther? what I will say: that scene is better than the original post-credit scene on the boat where he makes That's a League fair. of Our Own joke. That's fair. Definitely fair. Agreed. <laughs> Yes, but also Lex Luthor is like kingpin in that it, it, it in my mind Lex Luthor is a giant man who is imposing and in charismatic. Who gets in a giant green suit, yes. and boxes yes. people. Like I don't oh, want to see Jesse Eisenberg in a giant giant green suit as like. I don't, like, even I don't need want that. to they see Homeboy as Ares in Wonder Woman. Like give me yeah. Jack people, please. But like they could have just honestly brought in like Michael Rosenbaum, and I still would have liked it more. Like it does, for me, it doesn't have to be a huge muscular dude. I and I get that they're trying to modernize what Lex Luthor would look like in the 21st century. I just don't know that I Terrible. want it. So Terrible. it doesn't have to be a huge muscular dude, but you can be a huge dude without being huge and muscular. Like yeah, Lex I, Luthor I, is just who imposing. is scared of Jesse Eisenberg? Who and who is scared of Michael Rosenbaum? Like that, that's a scary dude if he's yeah. talking to you the way that, that Lex Luthor were talking to you. Like that is my live action Lex Luthor. And if they would have just cast actually, him for this, you know what I'm gonna better. say. He doesn't even have to be gigantic. Let, 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 let's step back a second. Jesse Eisenberg lacks any sort of the intimidation and the charisma that even a small man could play. Because if you look at, like, the old Batman animated adventures, you know, Lex Luthor's pretty tan. Giancarlo, I'm not saying that he should play him. But if you do put Giancarlo Esposito in a role to talk like Lex Luthor, that man yeah. would make you cry. I don't know if I'd like him bald, though. I don't know if I like him bald either because he yeah. rocks the gray yeah. real well. But like somebody like that, like he's mm-hmm. not a big man, but he's a he's a man with presence. You oh, want somebody man who can look Clark Kent in the face, Superman in the face, and like be there, right? Yes. Guess, exactly. guess, guess without googling it, how big is Jesse Eisenberg? Just guess. I think he's like five seven. Five, I've seen five, him. Yeah. I've five, seen him in seven. Because I've seen five, him. In, I've seven. seen him in real life. We've met him. Like he's five, you know seven. who would be good? The guy who plays the evil British man in The Patriot and Draco Malfoy's dad. Oh, what? yeah. That'd Jason Isaacs? Yeah, who would play him great? Yeah. Michael ass. Rosenbaum from Smallville. He- no, I'm, I'm with Kate on this, actually. If we're going to zag and do something new, Jason Isaacs as... Hold on. Yeah, I, Kate, I want that. I like that idea. Hey, yeah, hey. You, you will know who he is when I share this. Um, but also, like, on that note, that whole scene, I also don't know how I feel about Lex just telling Deathstroke exactly who Batman is. And, like, all like all it's of those dumb. things. I was just like, eh. But it's... you know what? That's what happens when you run around for the entire movie giving out your business cards as That's you're trying true. to build a team Which of actually, people. 
I was talking to my sister and her one of her big gripes with this movie is that canonically Bruce is usually so paranoid about people knowing who he is that Clark and Diana are the only people he yes, tells. That's that's been my issue from this entire movie from the beginning go and why I hate that Zack Snyder even writes anything with that. No, I want to talk shit. about the baguette go. That's my new favorite baguette, phrase. That's how that's how flustered I am right now because that's been my issue. I hate everything that Batman has done in these last two movies, like within the within this one and obviously the original one. Yeah. And Batman vs Superman, like he was great for the warehouse scenes, and everything else. But I just never understood the whole. He walks without the cow. He just tells everybody his names. He just walks around, and mm-hmm. it just bugs the ever living shit out of me. And I hate it so much because yeah. he doesn't tell anybody. He doesn't even tell himself half the time. And then he they make his 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 house the base of the Justice League <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs> Like how on the nose can you be, my guy? Like but just also, tell but, people. But also, like, they're trying to make him Tony Stark. They are, yeah, and Jesus. what also bugs me because like even when they're getting, when he's talking to Alfred on the plane, he goes, "Well, you know, you live in a cave, ha ha ha." And I'm like, "There's a there's a guy right there while you're getting on the plane. Does everybody in your world know that you're Batman?" Yeah, I really wish they would have taken out the "I'm rich" scene. I really, really wish they would have taken that out. I still don't like that scene to be honest. I they could have they should have done the Green Lantern version of that scene. I have two other fan casts for Lex Luthor now that I'm thinking Okay, yes, about. go, go <laughs> and then I'll also explain what the Green Lantern version of that scene is because I realize that's not well, a reference thing, point. Um, it w- Michael Fassbender. Okay. He's play Magneto yeah. and Lex Luthor, okay. He can. I'm not saying he can the state of everything else? I'm not saying he can. Um, and Wentworth, Wentworth Miller. Which one's that Cap- one? Captain huh? Cold in the CW. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, give it to me. For okay. sure. Yeah. He can do both. I think I would he like. I think I would like. Voice. I think I like the guy for Heat Wave. That'd be better from that if we're going with those two. Oh, big dude! Yes, big I'd rather, Legends of Tomorrow guy. Yes, yeah. I'd rather have yeah, him. Yeah, that would be fine. That would be fine. But also, but Wentworth Miller has like that charisma and that like that quick wit and like all that stuff. Anyway, anybody would be better than Jesse. I, Jesse yeah, Eisenberg, I get that. But Jason Isaacs, Michael Fassbender, or Wentworth Miller are my yes. picks. Um, but yeah, so the Green Lantern version of the whole, like, what are your superpowers scene is, I think, from the new 52 Justice League, where it's literally Bruce is talking to Green Lantern, and they're, like, going to whatever part of the mission, and he's like, so what are your powers? Like, can you fly? Can you do this? And he's, like, naming yes. all these things, and Bruce just keeps saying no, and then he's like, oh my god, you're just a guy in a suit. Are you really just a guy in a suit? And, yes. like, if they had done that with Flash, that would have actually been very funny, of, like, Flash just guessing power after power, and then being like, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, and I think that's actually that's a really good thing. scene that's enjoyable. Also, that yeah. movie's enjoyable because they one, he says basically tells Green Lantern you're not in charge because you're dumb. <laughs> and then he also <laughs> says, I'm gonna go get Superman. Good luck. And then he hops on there and gets taken away. And it's the greatest that's Batman scene ever. That's, that's the greatest Batman say. scene ever. That no, that's what I was gonna say. Second, by like the way. you have this Batman who doesn't know what he's doing, and then you have the Batman that we get in the new fifty-two animated movies where he ties up his 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 his, his cape around his waist drops the trench coat and goes gets taken by parademons. He's like, like what are you doing? He's like, people. I'm going to get Superman. I'll be back. Like, Peace. How like it's amazing. Yeah, I, I love that scene. Look, and, and it I, sucks I, I, because I, just, I, I do want to say hold on, I do want to say I like Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne and Batman. I think that he is a yeah. good cast for it. He just got nothing. Same way with Henry Cavell. I mean like, that's been the whole point yeah. this whole entire yeah. thing. I, I think so for sure. But they they reference it in after the whole car scene, they reference back to the beginning of the movie when he's like, oh, wait, yeah, you are just crazy. Like, yes, you are, mm-hmm. you are just a guy in the You're back. out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. Better, that's a much better like callback to how badass he is than just being like, 
I'm rich. Like, no, my guy. Like, you're not just rich. You're a expert assassin. You're uh, probably one of the best hand-to-hand combat people in all of the DC universe. Like, that's a much better callback to yeah. how cool he is. So that, that, well, here's, here's the other thing. He, he says it kind of douchey. Oh, is what definitely. it is. Because yeah. if Flash had just said, "What are your powers?" If he had just been like, "I'm rich," and like kind of shrugged, that would well, have been a much of, more yeah. solid button on that scene. Is, like weird. Well, that's the whole thing about that because I hate that scene, but I do not mind the end scene where he goes, "I bought the bank." That one does not bother because me because that's a Bruce answer. Yes. that's a yes. Bruce answer. It's how that it's one's done. okay to me because they're not in costume, they're not doing anything. He's not being Batman. He's just kind of like, "I bought a bank." Because I'm, you have because in the animated series you have everything like. It, like there's that scene where like they're like oh yeah the Justice League will play for these bills and then it like pans oh, yes. to Batman he's like <laughs> I have a question. He's gonna be I, have a question. I know I know we're going along here but I do have a question he knew who he was right like he Bruce Wayne knew who Superman was he knew his yes. family X Y Z then why yes. didn't he buy the bank sooner so why is he getting evicted no, no 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 so there's two questions what a that. dick one, so one there's a he one obviously said that but two there that is kind of addressed because. Um, Clark asked that question, and Lois says that she that apparently Martha told absolutely nobody that they were behind, and so mm. nobody actually knew until all of a sudden they foreclosed. How don't you know your parents are going through financial troubles? Well, he was dead. He was dead. Maybe, maybe my guy, you shouldn't have been like in, Cyborg and just let your dad die. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. Like that, there's some in, things that could have happened. In the Batman here. world, though, I actually do find it hard to believe that Batman was not keeping tabs on Martha after Superman. Oh no, I, she has so his mom's name. In a regular Batman, Ben Affleck Batman. So yeah. overall, yes, in I would think that Batman yes. world, he would watch everybody who was tangential to any of the heroes mm-hmm. to see what they were doing and what information they could possibly be giving to other people. Once again, I hate everything they've done with Batman. It makes me sad. In 2022, I'm hoping we're going to get something better because that trailer is still better than anything I've It looks so good. Anything, anything better than any damn movies with Batman. I'm sorry. I mean, the warehouse scene's amazing, but also, like, everything else out of that. And like, hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Batman. Hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. Hi, welcome to my house. Hi, I'm Bruce I, I just want Terry McGinnis. <laughs> that's all I, I do too. I I really want I'm Terry. Well, oh, that's the problem. The problem is I don't mind Terry McGinnis, but I kind of just want a new Batman because I'm pissed off with how bad it was in this shit. Yeah. Or just give me some Robin stuff. Give me some good Robin stuff where the guy doesn't say, "Oh, I'm now, I'm Robin." <laughs> do do movie. you want the the rumored Batman uh, Beyond where they would bring in Terry McGinnis and then bring in Michael Keaton as the old Batman? Yes, sign up. question though, is it is it set in the Tim Burton universe? I'm fine with that too. I I'd don't be care. Right. I'd be okay because right. Batman Beyond's pretty quirky. Like it is. They, yeah, it, it's some weird ass. There's a Joker game. I still hold that Lewis Tan would be a great Terry McGinnis. And he's got, yes, he's not doing a lot right now. So we do. He just up. wrapped Mortal Kombat. Well, that means he's done. He's free. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What else is he um. Anyways, obviously we've gone super long, and I'm sure Jason will cut some of this out. But I do want to oh, get into some, this, some of the questions and stuff, which kind of had sequel on here, which actually I misspelled, but apparently Ward didn't help me. Anyways, um, I do want to get into some actual issues about this movie because we did want to. We talked about this movie being a shit show. <laughs> Have we, we not talked about issues in this movie? <laughs> With, you know, here, no. Here's the thing. This whole conversation perfectly embodies this movie where there's a lot to love and a lot to hate. Yeah, I don't know. If there's exactly. much to love, but there's definitely some to like. I mean, we've had some pretty fun, enthusiastic moments this episode. I love Murdery Diana. Same. That's who she is to me. Yeah, and she same. traumatized all of them kids. Hell but, uh, that, you know what? 
Them you kids are in Amazon, therapy for the Amazons rest of the Amazons have seen worse. Amazons have seen They're worse. Not, those little kids were not, those little kids were British kids. And they, they well, were actually, well, no, never mind. No, those kids have not seen worse. Those kids are no. chilling. <laughs> those kids They're are in chilling. therapy till they're 35. Um, anyways, but kind of going around to the thing, so so, so kind of want to go into a little bit for the remaining time. Not I don't know how much is remaining, but we'll just figure it out. Of actual issues surrounding this movie and why it took four years and whether we're getting a sequel and doing everything of, at the end of the day, should this movie ever been released? And I say that for a lot of reasons of, this was all based on a lie that they clearly didn't have a movie ready and yeah. pretty much a hate campaign. As what was a, the hate? Yeah. As a giant fan of Mass Effect, I have very much been against people literally leading mm-hmm. harassment campaigns, whether it's against studios, mm-hmm. animators, critics. I personally know people who still to this day get death threats from the Snyder cult. Um, anything like that, you do not reward that because they learn that that is a way to get what they want from a studio. Yeah. And that is where I take the biggest issue with the existence of this. Because it's one thing to say, this thing is so bad and offensive, you should not have it, or this should not be released. And another thing, and and offensive in like a moral way, not a, we thought Zack Snyder deserved better way. But like a, this like grossly misrepresents a a person, Mm -hmm. uh, a group of marginalized people, something like that, versus like a four-year-long harassment and death threat-filled crusade against Mm -hmm. anybody who had anything wrong to say or said that there shouldn't be a Snyder Snyder Cut. And that is where the line needs to be drawn. And really the only reason we're doing this review, and I watched this movie to begin with, was because we did this four years ago, and it is fun to sit down and talk about movies, and we don't get to do that this (laughs) this much. But if it wasn't for this podcast, I would not have watched this movie, because the people who did this shit deserve nothing. Yes. Yeah. Also, I... I, I I was going to say real quick, I do think the only reason this movie does get released in general and worked on is because we have COVID and all movies got put on hold. Yeah. And they had basically half a movie ready. And I will say to back up my argument, because I am sure if we have somebody who apparently liked the Snyder Cut or has wanted it for a long time and somehow stumbled into our podcast, because I know how people anger listen, all you have to do is look at Geeks and Gamers and all you have to do is look at all of the stuff that they said literally last week to understand why you don't reward people for bullying. Yeah. And that is just within the most recent week. That doesn't include the other types of things that they have done. Can, can I jump in before you, Alex? Yeah. Alex, because you're yeah, way more eloquent than I am. Uh, and I don't want to go last in this conversation. Obviously, like, for me personally, I didn't hear any of the Geeks and Gamers stuff until after after the fact. Because I stayed off of, like, Twitter and stuff like that. And then after the fact, we watched, like, all these dudes say all these terrible things. Terrible. Movie should not have been made. I will say that the DCEU would be in a much, much uh, exponentially better place if this movie came out. Because with all of its flaws, it's exponentially better than anything we've gotten in terms of like continuity and setting up further things. And I wish we would have gotten this movie first because then we would have probably gotten some cool dark side stuff. And then the DCEU could have really competed with the Marvel movies that are coming out probably around the same time that this would have came out. And we wouldn't be getting a Robert Robert Patterson Batman because 
Ben Affleck Batman is doing pretty good, and we can go do some other things. Mm-hmm. And it's just a just a travesty that these shit fans. And if you're a shit fan and you want to at me on Twitter, we'll say it at the end, whatever. But like, it, it's just terrible because this does do a lot of cool stuff. It's a bad comic book movie, but terrible. it's a lot of fun at the end of the day, and it's fun to watch. And all the setup is cool. We didn't even talk about Ryan Choi being Adam. I think that's super cool. Oh yeah, that was yeah, cool. That, that was really cool. Like, there's cool stuff that's set up in this movie that will probably, like Matt said earlier, never ever get unless mm-hmm. there's another hate campaign like this one which is the problem to all of this for me yeah. personally. Cause I would love to see some cool dark. I would love to see Henry Cavell fight dark side in like the, Oh, I never, got, I've never gotten the chance to like loosen up and like let up my powers and let those two just go at it. It would be fantastic, but we'll never get it because this whole thing is predicated off of like a shit fan base. Actually, uh, release the Snyder verse is now what the Snyder cult is going on to. So you may get it because they are in fact blocking another hate campaign. Does this mean that the Flash movie will come things. out of development hell? No idea. But uh, all I know is they're currently The Flash movie that has more other, Batman than Flash. Every other existing DC property, they're attacking those. So that's... I don't even think they're necessarily great, but like, like it has already started. Yeah, because of all of that stuff, and Which, that is one of the because I do agree with you, Adrian. Like it is better, and I do think it could have set up for like DC wouldn't have had to have abandoned their shared universe idea if they had had this much setup done mm-hmm. initially, and that that's that's the pain. Because like I will say, like the reason the geeks and gamers stuff is so bad isn't because. Uh, it, it isn't because they got loud after Zack Snyder told them to F off. It's because Zack Snyder was on there in the first place because Geeks mm-hmm. and Gamers has been trash since Star Wars. They are literally responsible for all of the harassment against Kelly Marie Tran. Not against the character, literally against the person to the fa- to the point where they were buying her action figures and cutting them up and burning them, and doing all of that stuff. And yet, WB said, yeah, sure, Zack Snyder, go on their live stream. And, like, that's the thing that sucks. Like Adrian said, because I Mm -hmm. do agree. Like, this would have been good had it come out first. So one, I don't know if this would have been good if it came out first, but it would have been better than what we got. (laughs) It would have been better than what we we, got. And we would have had some more... (laughs) I will say good because I feel like I would have gotten the Wonder Woman that I wanted. Yeah, I, I like think Wonder Woman ends like... up in a better spot. I think the Flash probably ends up in a better spot. Cyborg definitely ends up in a better spot. Aquaman does Shazam not ends up in a better spot. Like so much stuff is better. <laughs> Shazam could actually use Henry Cavill, and honestly, Henry Cavill is a very sweet man, and he deserves to play oh, Superman. Of course. Yeah, for and sure. the fact that he's not yeah. now because of all of this crap. Sorry, Alex. I, you're just more eloquent <laughs> than I am, and I don't want to sound like the less. No, no, you're absolutely right. Who so, goes less? Like, like kind of where I'm on this is should a Snyder cut exist because of the production, because of Joss Whedon's reshoots, I think there is some sort of artistic justification for Zack Snyder being allowed to release what he had shot. This is not that this is, I did reshoots. I did all this other stuff. And also I don't agree with the idea of like the harassment campaign. Like all of that is just like completely morally reprehensible and despicable. Like none of that is good or worth rewarding. And so I'm just in a very like weird torn spot where I'm like, I do think like seeing, seeing that this was his quote vision for it. And then having to think about how much studio interference and reshooting got us what we got in 2017 
it's like, oh yeah, there was significant interference and that really sucks for the creator. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that this should have been done. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just a very weird, weird spot for them to be in at all. Um, I think that it's also hard because this is going in terms of what it have done. Well, this is going really hard against the Marvel model of like, you know, introduce characters one at a time and then have one character who has the foresight to assemble a team in case something happens and then do a team movie. And this is like, what if there was zero foresight on humanity's part and we have to slap something together. And I think that's a very funny, valid context for a team to come together. I don't know that it works here. It's also a very context if we're honest. Yes. So like, I I, and so I kind of like that. But yeah, I, I think, Matt, to answer your question, I think that us, a Snyder Cut existing, I get it from like an artistic sense. Releasing this, giving the money for this, rewarding the harassment, I'm not good with. Anyways, uh, that's about all I have for this. Obviously, I know that's... Uh, I'm sure we could continue talking about this. Um, I still don't think this movie should have been made. Um, I still think if you actually really like, love this movie, you have issues. Um, I still question a lot of its vision of water bubbles. Like, I still will never get over yep. water bubbles. But uh, anybody have, I guess, any final, I guess, final ratings and final thoughts for everybody? What's our scale here? Yeah. What's our scale? <laughs> One to ten, I guess. Are we rating it against Alex, other DCEU movies or are we rating it against, like, an actual movie? I think that's, it's like, the big thing. It's still the last. Okay, it's, it's, so let's rank our DC movies for our final thoughts. Like, I think that that's pretty easy. Okay. We, what we can remember. Wait, so, Kate, like, you you're placing this below Suicide Squad? No, so this is why this is why I corrected myself. Okay, so like that's what I was like. Hold on, Birds of Prey top for me because uh-huh. Chad Stilinski's action choreography is the best in freaking existence from a comic book movie. Um, and then like I don't know, oh Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman one, Man of Steel all the way down like scroll down a few pages and then you have like wonder woman 84 and actually you have this one and then wonder woman 84 Ooh, okay and then suicide squad in the first justice league and i don't know which movies i forgot but that's just what i'm uh, batman versus superman. superman that is also in hell but it is <laughs> better than wonder woman 84 so one so batman versus superman this thing well Yes, yeah, yeah, because I like this thing: Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman eighty four, and then the other crap. What would you give it on okay. just a movie scale? Probably like a six, maybe a five point five, like right, okay. run like in the middle. Not, not trash, not great. Like, get drunk with a whole bunch of friends and make it an event and watch it type mm-hmm. thing. If That's you exactly all are back- what we did, and it was great. <laughs> if if. If you all are vaccinated and or having yes. a virtual community night. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what it is. Okay, let me let me try to rank this. Um, hey, Adrian, I, you can go first. Because yeah, Alex, Alex, you're last. You're, you're always last, Alex. But there's not going to be any good thoughts here. I'm just going to say stuff. Okay, you can go next. You can go, Alex. I'll, I'll look it's, like the... It's it's just a ranking. Like, if I'm going to okay. rank these, I think I'm, I'm with Kate for a lot of that. Like, Birds of Prey, top. Like, that was the most fun I had watching a DC movie. Um... Then below that, I would say either Aquaman or Shazam. Like I go back and forth on which one of those I like more because I really love the like horror parts of Aquaman, but the campiness of Shazam is really fun. Um, then probably like, and then actually, yeah, next spot, like I would tie probably Wonder Woman and Man of Steel for myself. Um, 
what other movies even exist. I'm like, <laughs> like I now see why Kate had a hard time with this. I'm trying to remember everything else. Um, what do I have left? Justice League, Wonder Woman 84, Snyder Cut, um, Joker. Batman, Batman, Batman versus Oh, Superman. I didn't even rank Joker. Oh but my jo- God. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, that's what hey, problem hey, with hey, it. Hey, fun fact. You can't rate Joker because it's just second rate taxi driver. Yeah. Okay. I get that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, and then after that, I mean, again, like following very similarly, like starting from the bottom, the original cut of Justice League, I think. Um, I did not that, care for the that, original that's cut. That's the trash. Yeah. Uh, then probably maybe Joker. <laughs> if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna rank it, like Joker wasn't bad, but it's a movie that's been made. Um, and then yeah, I think like Wonder Woman eighty four, maybe then Batman versus Superman, and then this. Um, am I missing anything? I don't think so. I don't yeah, think I, so. that's something Where did like you that. Put is Suicide Squad? Oh, Suicide yes. Squad. I also put probably like last. L- actually, yeah, last. I think Su- <laughs> Suicide Squad was. I man, I watched out with my roommate because we had heard that it was bad. Uh, my roommate at the time, and then we just sat on the couch like in disbelief that it was as bad as it was. No, the worst thing was Matt and I went to go watch this on a double date with a friend of ours and her and her boyfriend or husband were like so happy and they loved the movie and Matt was like, do not ruin this for them. Yeah. Don't talk about Being it. Watch- Hold it in. Yeah. Watching movies, we watch these movies with my wife. Like that's 110% it. Uh, I, I guess yeah. I'll go. I, I'm going to go from the bottom. I think I like Alex's idea because I think it makes it much easier to rank these. Bottom it's for me. sad, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> as, Your as, bottom tier is very inflated, DC. As it comes, as probably surprised to no one, Batman Superman, worst movie of this whole thing, mainly because it's good until it's just dog shit. It's just dog shit. <laughs> you can't set up a movie for two and a half hours and then be like, oh, they're they're had the same name, so that's why we're gonna stop all the conflict from literally when Alex mentioned earlier, like, yeah, there's a big reason why they did this thing where everyone was being murdered in their movies. So they talked about it and then they talk about it and they're like, Oh wait, everyone who got murdered in man versus steel doesn't matter because their moms have the same name. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Worst, worst movie for me. 110%. Hold on. I would like to interject here that my favorite thing on this podcast is Adrian getting, getting triggered by any mention of Martha and or Batman v Superman's uh, it does. And I can't Every help time. it. I can't Adrian. help it. That in Star Wars Galaxies <laughs> have... if you want to hear him rant. <laughs> Adrian, I do have a question for you. So when they resurrect Clark and they see him, would you have turned the movie off if there's like evil Superman standing there and then Batman panics and just goes, Martha. Yes. A hundred percent. I think I probably talked about this in a review episode. I thought a hundred and ten percent that Martha was going to show up to stop that interaction. And if she did, I was going to walk out. I, could, okay. I, I don't think I would be able to handle it. I don't think I would. I just, I don't know. It. I would like. I think it would have been like something from the Whedon cut. If he was just like save Martha and then Superman punches him anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's Batman Superman for me is like my I I just can't do it. I can't, I'll watch just I'll watch Green Lantern a million times before I watch Batman. Oh, Superman I again. forgot about Green Lantern. That doesn't count here, does uh, that's it? That's technically count, not DC. But I'm just saying, okay. in terms of like a movie, well, that either it's hate, a Joker. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna rank the Joker because I don't think it really technically counts because it's kind of weird. Yeah. Like if you have it count in this whole thing, um, I think after that. <sighs> I mean, I don't want to say Suicide Squad, but it's pretty bad. But I think Margot Robbie and Will Smith are really good in it. So it's like the only reason. I was like, poor Will Smith, because he actually gave a great performance yeah. in that movie. It, and that, I think that's why I put it above Man vs. Steel, because I really didn't really enjoy Man vs. Steel all that much, because it's not the kind of Superman that I want to see on screen. 
because then it like sets up all the stuff in Batman v Superman. So I think it has to go Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, Suicide Squad. No, 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 no. Justice League. Yeah, that's Man's that's Suicide mean. Squad. Oh, you're putting both of those above Man of Steel. That's kind of. That's yeah, a Man, Man, Michael Man of Shannon Steel, is uh, the world's father. You Man, can't Man of, yeah, I think he's got because they're connected. Like they, they mean like they're like directly related. Like the events of Man versus Steel add into. I mean, so Man is Justice Superman. League. So is Justice League. But I had fun watching Justice League. I like like shit on it. It's much it's much more fun <laughs> than Justice League than it is shit on Man versus Steel. Personally, yeah, because people actually like that movie. <laughs> Also, you keep uh, saying Man vs. Steel, and now that's all I want that movie to be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a Jack- oh, Man of Steel, uh, Hugh, sorry. Hugh Jackman movie, wasn't that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real Steel, uh, yeah. Real oh, Steel, <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun, like, robot fighting movie. Better than Man vs. Steel, I think, personally. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, Justice League? I don't know. That whole, like, bottom four for me is just bad stuff. It's a trash me. can for you. Um, after that, what else do we have left? You have the two this Justice movie? Leagues, and then you have literally all the movies past this uh, movie. Snyder Cut above like any of those other things. I'd, I'd go watch and like have like a, a shit show watching, a hate watching of Justice League, before, Justice League Snyder Cut before all of those other movies. Um, Birds, I think going back from like the top, I think Birds of, or I think uh, for me personally, Shazam was a really, really fun watch. I really, really enjoyed that. So I think I'd put that at my, my favorite. Birds of Prey, Aquaman, and then whatever else is in the middle. I enjoyed Aquaman, but the okay. dialogue is just so bad. We talked about this in our review. Like, gosh. So I guess Alex, what will, out of a movie base, what would you give this? Oh yeah, uh, I think I'm with Kate. Probably six. May I could maybe go as high as six and a half, but I need to really like rethink through yeah. everything. But yeah, I think six is like a solid jumping off point. Adrian, what do you got for just an yeah, actual movie? I think six for like the movie quality. Six and a half for the experience of watching it with like people who like also shit on the Sorry, movie. you've been in quarantine too long. You're just giving movies great scores because you've been in quarantine. <laughs> I give it, point, <laughs> I give it .5 for the drunk factor. Like that, that, That's where that comes in. Yeah, I guess I have to go at this point. I guess I can start at the bottom or top. I got my very top and I got my very bottom. I have all the middles just kind of messed up. Which I think well, everybody... and you haven't seen all of them either. I know, and I wasn't going to label all rank, of them rank either, the, Yeah, rank so the ones I'm... you've seen. Um, But first of all, one... um. Aquaman instrumental version where they don't have zero dialogue is eleven out of ten. Then is, Aquaman that, the- is that is that the mat cut? The mat cut is just the instrumental, just the music, no talking version. Yes, but then obviously Aquaman the first movie, then Shazam, and then we had to drop like way down like quite a bit, and then I guess because I haven't seen Birds of Prey, so that one's out. Yeah, you haven't seen the best three, so you're just kind of like fucking this bottom half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you saw the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, but I really don't like the first Wonder oh, Woman. Oh, I didn't even rank the first. I didn't even wait the Wonder Woman movies. I think Wonder Woman 1984 is like in the bottom. Three-fourths of Wonder Woman is really good. So it'd probably be like in the middle for me. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't actually really like Wonder Woman. I think the third act terrible. You said I, it was the best movie in the DCU at the time in our review. That didn't mean much because at the bottom I have, <laughs> essentially I have... Uh, what's it called? Um, Suicide Squad, Batman vs. Superman, and then I guess technically... I actually like Man of Steel over Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman's literally just Captain America knocked off five years later, and if it wasn't a woman, nobody would care about that movie. Like, it is very bland. You're in the not wrong, but it's Chris a, Pine. This, He's your favorite Chris, Matt. You have to give it some points. And he dies. That means he loses points. But, uh... 
Wonder Woman kind of down there for me. I haven't seen Wonder Woman 84, but I do want to say... It's ass. It's ass, no, 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 no. ass, ass, ass. I had a very many opportunities to see it. And I explicitly, one, after seeing what they were doing, and then seeing they were going to bring Chris Pine back, I knew they were going to just ruin all of us again with the Chris Pine. Hurt Chris Curtis. Pine doesn't know what a trash can is, Matt. Exactly. So, <laughs> just the so fact that aware. I didn't... Get, fact he gets that excited I, about a trash can in the 80s. Like I said, I did not want to watch it because it looked bad and I hated all the trailers. But the good thing was... I foretold that, and apparently everybody does not like it, so it was good. Um, but no, I have no idea about those two, but I guess Man of Steel, I guess technically Man of Steel by default would be my third, I guess? All right. Oh, no, because then I'd probably have Justice League down the dumpster fire with that, and then this one's probably up. The sad part is, I'd still probably be more inclined to watch some of those other movies over this one, because this one is so fucking long mm-hmm. that I'd take my two hours of garbage over my four hours of a little better garbage. That's fair. Yeah. That's where this one. This one. That's why this one's hard yeah. for me because it's a better movie quality, but like, it's so long that I'm like, I don't want to sit here and watch this ever again. I remember Alex in, in our uh, our group chat was like, "Yeah, just watch it like a Netflix thing. Like, cut it off after the chapter thing, and then keep watching it." I think it's a much better way to view the thing because there's yeah. no way I can sit through four hours. I honestly, I think I'm going to try that. I'll, I'll Alex try that and I'll us at like back. nine o'clock in the morning, going, "Hey guys, I'm starting it," and then at four p.m. goes, "Hey guys, I finished it." I was like, it, I listen, I was also working. I had to split my attention, pause it, rewind it. But, like, I mean, the, the fact of the matter was, it was still so long that even putting yes. some of your attention for 15 minutes caused you to take it seven hours. Yeah. But no, I'd probably go with that. I think the movie overall quality, I think I'd give it... I'm going to give it a five out of ten just because I hate the water, but the stuff that I did not like was not <laughs> changed, and apparently in the original version. Apparently, his great genius said water bubbles was great. And yeah. also, people run like that. And and the running, yeah, of course, the running. And the littering. The fucking littering. <laughs> God damn, Aquaman. People thought that was cool too, and I'm like, what? No, I was upset. Like immediately. I was <laughs> also, that bottle also, wasn't empty, so extra wasteful. Yeah. Also, I would 100% take the score from the first Justice League movie over all. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I forgot movie. that we didn't the even get to talk in this about movie that. Is That's very my bad. bad. There's so many religious songs that don't fit, and then mm-hmm. there's like just weird, like. <laughs> Man, my bad. I forgot. I, my bad. We were doing so much other stuff. I meant to talk about the score yeah. in this movie is completely horrendous. It is awful and terrible. Put and you should be ashamed, Jack Zack Snyder. If I have to hear Hallelujah or whatever the hell Hallelujah. it's called, that's Hallelujah. how bad it is. Hallelujah. been nine hours of Justice League at this point. And I don't even like Wonder Woman anymore just because that stupid kept playing a theme. <laughs> can, can you get like a sound machine on your phone and just play that when you walk into rooms and see how much <laughs> I should have done it every time I talked. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Can we get yeah, that? We should all got our own little soundtrack to go along with us. That's how it worked. Anytime somebody did something, they got their own also, soundtrack. Also, Homeboy did not understand that individual themes work, but when you have them working together as a team, you play the team theme. Yeah. Yes. That's how that works. Unless it's like Thor coming in. That's fine. Yeah. Thor must always come into Immigrant Song. I will accept nothing yes. less no matter what is happening. <laughs> And the fact that Endgame didn't do that is a big misstep. Yeah. Oh, no, the Thunderstruck edit of those scenes was good, too, though. I mean, that's all that I count. I don't count the original version. I don't go back and watch these movies. Yeah, like like Justice League. Yeah. 
The fact that I think that's think it, man. That's good. No, it's here. A, no, just the I'm fact that people think this is movie. such a better movie when literally we still got two hours of the movie, but with two hours of bullshit. Just, oh. I mean, I think what? it's better, but also just like do your. We universe. literally ranked regular Justice League so low on all of our stuff. Like, like just give it. Ah, God, I, I again, I hate comparing it to the MCU, but just like just do that and just give us our. They stuff They try to do that, and that's how we ended up with this. Don't give me four hours of like the first seven Avengers movies, like, or MCU movies in one movie. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Although, as we exit, because we need to wrap this, we're at two and a half hours. At this point, I'm going for extra content. I, We are I now longer than the original Justice League. We <laughs> are longer than the original Justice League. For like 32 minutes. I am just saying for the world to know that I stand a cute pug king, and Steppenwolf <laughs> just wanted to go home. Not wrong. Not wrong. 50,000 worlds. Also, did you all look at the comparison? He looks I like did. a pug. Yes, he does look like a pug. He cute. He cute. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, I take us out. That's right. That's a job <laughs> that I have. Anyway, if you enjoyed all of this because we were so emotive and we all have different Zack Snyder themes for this movie, I'm going to go ahead and just upload this video on Patreon. You can get... The but why though cut of this episode because I'm assuming our wonderful uh, our wonderful editor Jason is going to cut out at least 45 minutes of oh, what absolutely. you just listened to. So you can head to patreon.com slash but why though PC B-U-T-W-H-Y-T-H-O-P-C and get access to the but why though cut. Yeah, we're just going to do we're it. We're going to put it all in slow-mo so it's eight hours. <laughs> just make sure you put it all in 4-3 because the artistic vision... <laughs> This, this doesn't need to go in the episode, but it can go in our but why though thing. But we literally, like, after this, like, we were showing our friends um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like, they'd never seen before. So we showed them, like, the, like, the first episode, and it was in 4 3. And I was like, oh, this is because of the artistic vision. <laughs> this is why it's like this. Yes. I love it. That's all I keep seeing. I got Adrian at the bottom with the poster, and I got Alex in the artistic vision beside us. That's how we roll. That's how we roll, but why though? We got this because of Alex, and he vision. decided he was going to show up with the artistic I'm sorry. Vision. <laughs> you have Kate and Sepia tones. We're, we're out yes, here. Yes. Also, if you didn't know, Zoom does allow you to change into Sepia tones. Yeah. Why Excellent. do you make a movie? The funny thing is, why do you make a movie where no one can see your shit? If I have to squint, it's terrible. Add some. That's how I felt about you. Solo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and you can follow, but why though? At but why though? PC on all of our. I was gonna say all of our Twitters. All of our social medias, I've had a lot of Justice League. It's not working well with me. And you can find me at Oh My Myth Randier on Twitter, uh, where I talk about literally everything. Just got finished covering uh, South by Southwest. Or on Instagram, where I just talk about manga. And then, yeah, Adrian. You could have skip Alex? <laughs> oh, I was like, Alex! Alex is supposed to go for anybody. Sorry, Alex. Oh, no, you're fine. Tell uh, them where, you, where they can find you on the internet. Yes, uh, Twitter, I am at most always Alex. You can find me, I do uh, genre and horror news and reviews on Friday.com. And then I also do the Game Boys podcast, which is a co-op and multiplayer gaming podcast. But we just decided to review Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the movie, because it sounded like a fun thing to do a year later. Uh, and you can find me, actually, that's it. Yeah, I was going to say Steam and Xbox One, but that's a thing for Game Boys. I don't need to do that here. Also, that Sonic movie is ten times the movie that I watched, and it's half the time. <sighs> Sonic movie's so fun. The it's Sonic better than it had any had right us, to be. The Sonic movie had us go to Olive Garden afterward, so. And we're getting a when second you're there, one. Your we're family. Get Tails. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian. 
<laughs> yeah, you can find me at SuperReach93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z-93. Matt? Do not do water bubbles. You're not a genius for water bubbles. <laughs> if you underwater civilization, you talk underwater. <laughs>